0: Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. You can enjoy the features that we have there completely free. The main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. So, for instance, when you look at the main page, you see the main column, all of that stuff there has been created by listeners just like you. So as you're surfing around the web, you see something that you think is particularly interesting that you want to share with us and our listeners, you just submit it to the website. And then other listeners will vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked making it to the front page and the top of the site at freetalklive.com. Now, as has been mentioned uh, throughout the week to uh, this week, Free Talk Live is live uh, all throughout the holidays. So we're here now tonight. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, we're going to be here. Uh, our Sunday crew is going to be here on Sunday, so all throughout the holidays you can stick with uh, with Free Talk Live. Get involved if you would like, and uh, I say good evening to uh, JJ. Hello, sir. Hey, Ian. How's it going? I'm oh, good, man. Thanks for coming in tonight. I, I'm sorry good to have on. to drag you away from the festivus festivities that are happening in Keene here I
1: have tonight. a feeling that those festivus activities are going to be joining us in the studio <laughs> from time to time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so there's a big Festivus party going on up uh, up this way with all kinds of liberty-loving free state types hanging uh, hanging out, which is which is cool because it's nice when we talk a lot about the Free State Project, just to kind of go off on a, on a little tangent, and then we'll tell you about all the bad news like the TSA stuff that's going on. Right, right. Uh, but we talk a lot about the Free State Project on this program, which, of course, is uh, people who love freedom coming together to the same place uh, in order to get active for liberty. And one of the tough parts about doing that is... Well, a lot of people are leaving their friends and their family behind. Yes. Because it's pretty rare that you come across people who have the kind of dedication to freedom that it takes to actually be able to to pick up and and move somewhere. And it's rare that uh, there are other people in your family who have the same level of uh, excitement for that idea. Yes.
1: yes, I think it's also that a lot of people that move here are individualistic, are very very much set in their own ways, and they, they tend to... Gravitate towards like minded people like anyone else, so it's it's the sense of community definitely takes a hold here, and people come together especially around the holidays and just sort of create our new family, if you will
0: yeah, it is like a really a chosen family, and I think that's. I think it's really cool what some people are doing here. For instance, during Thanksgiving, there was a thanks at least one I, that I knew, of, probably more than one, Thanksgiving dinner yeah, that was real. just kind of open to free staters to come to and liberty activists to uh, to come and attend. And that means, you know, a lot not everybody can afford to go back to where the family is or the family can't necessarily afford to come to where you are uh every year for that sort of thing. So getting people together the, this community of activists together is, is a really important thing. And so that's going on tonight. And I think it's going to be going on tomorrow night. And then uh, Jason Osborne from SACL CAI is doing Meatmas Miss awesome. on, on Christmas Day, uh, which is looking, shaping up to be an incredibly huge event. Oh, We're, yeah.
1: Well, you know, Osborne, you know, it's going to have to be a huge event.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, he just moved up to New Hampshire not maybe two months ago. So he's, he's brand new in the state. That's a win for New Hampshire. Yeah, absolutely. So our number here tonight is the same as it always is 800 259 9231. Uh, Coming up, JJ is going to share with us some news about a a a pilot who I guess rattled the TSA uh, TSA's feathers, and now they are coming after him. We'll explain what's going on there. Uh, Some other TSA related news. I heard that today was the We Won't Fly Day. That's right. It was the second uh, opt out day in which uh, are there protests going on? I
1: believe there are protests, but they're they're
0: much more minor. Yeah, because the I hadn't heard as much buzz about this one, so I don't know what, what right. happened. Right.
1: I think I think it's it's definitely uh, muted, in a sense, compared to the, the last one. But at the same time, a lot of people are just simply opting out of flying altogether. Yeah. You're, I'm seeing a lot of stories where individuals are choosing either to drive or they're just choosing to stay home. And, um, you know, that, that, from an economic standpoint, with so many problems with people and their debt and finances, maybe it's a wiser choice to save that money and maybe pay down some debt and sort of uh, get free before the, uh, the coming economics. Yep. I
0: wouldn't blame anybody for, for that at all. all right. uh, and you're right. That is affecting things. In fact, uh, we'll, we'll, come, we'll talk more about what's one of the things the, econ, um, the economy and TSA uh, crackdowns are affecting is the upcoming Liberty Forum, and I'm, I'm a little concerned about it. So we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. 800-259-9231. Let's talk first to Stephen in Washington. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and JJ. Hey, Stephen.
2: Hey there, Ian and JJ. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind doing tonight, good. Stephen? Well, you know, I, I've been, today I had a big project at work, and uh, it was sort of monotonous work, and it gave me a chance to sort of, you know, think about stuff. Uh, you know, we read all these books and articles, and we listen to these podcasts and stuff, so I was just kind of reflecting on that. And, you know, uh, I have some family members who are starting to get it, but they're still at the point where, for example, they'll complain long and loud about waste, fraud, and abuse in government. You know, waste, fraud, and abuse. Oh, yeah, for example, there's... Uh, this new story out where the government is spending $3 million so that uh, researchers at University of California, Irvine, can play World of
0: Warcraft. You know, Stephen, but, if we just elect the right people, they will cut that waste down. Go. Is it, that what you're hearing? Yep.
2: It, well, it's kind of like that, but the, the point that they're missing, and it's a massive point, and it's in fact, it's Harry Brown's point. It's the point that got me into this whole thing in the first place. Government is force. Ian, I know you're a Harry Brown guy from way back when. Yep. You've heard that a million times from Harry Brown. So did I. Government is force. That's the problem. It's not waste, fraud, and abuse. Waste, fraud, and abuse is just a symptom of the problem.
0: Absolutely. The problem is
2: that government is violence. Government is force. Uh, you know, and, and there's that old uh, proverb um, that says, uh, someone convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. Uh, yep. You know, you can't force people to act in a way that you want them to act. And that's that's all government has. I mean, I, I would offer a challenge to your listeners. I know it's not Saturday night. It's a slower night. But a challenge to your listeners, if, if any of your listeners can call in and name one single thing that government has ever done that didn't involve force. I'd, I'd just love to hear it. I'd love, love to hear them
0: try. Well, that's, it. You know that's an interesting that, that question is... because, I mean, clearly there are people who are – In government that might have done things on their own volition, like gone and volunteered for a local charity on their own personal uh, choice. But I guess how would you define government doing something? Because government is just people, right? But government is just men and women using force to do business. To uh, yeah, in
2: terms of in terms of like a government program, right? I mean, I, I know like the Marines hand out toys and things like that. Obviously, I'm not talking about anything like that
0: so you you your question then would be specifically, is there a government program that isn 't funded by force
2: sure yeah, yeah that uh, doesn 't have at its very core uh, violence or a threat of violence or theft by um, coercion or theft by stealth, you know something well, like that well, something I
1: think every program needs to be paid for the the bureaucrats that that enforce the program or that regulate the program or that just simply handle the paperwork, they need to get paid, so I think. I think, by that very definition, every program is susceptible to that that force problem.
0: Okay. Well, how about? Uh, I think I might have one for you. How about the sure. water department? The water department.
1: Okay. Well, it's paid by use, so based right, on I, your your meter reading, you, you you get a bill
0: based on usage. So that would be more. If I don't pay for it, consensual. they're going to shut it off. Yeah. Yes. So it's a, it's it's one of the least objectionable government departments. I mean, yeah. Sure, yeah. We're, we're still subject to their monopoly. It's not like you can go and sign up to a competing water provider at least that's going to pipe it to your home you could certainly you know call the culligan man and have five gallon water bottles delivered to you and you could maybe use that as your water so there are alternatives but you know then you still get into even with the water department you still get into a little bit of a a brown area or dark area because for instance i've heard that here in keene new hampshire where we do this program that you can't build a well in the city within the city limits without some kind of You know, begging from the government. Therefore, they would be threatening you with force for not building the well. Essentially, that you, it's my understanding that if you build a home in the city limits, that you have to have it hooked up. To the uh, the water grid, the city's water grid, or else, right? So there's there's some sure. force involved there. But if they didn't have those regulations, then I would say the water department would be uh, a department that, well, of course. Then again, I don't know what their budget is, right? Maybe their budget is augmented by some tax dollars. Maybe it's maybe sure. they're not able to meet their budget fully with the money that they're collecting from uh, from their clients, and they are uh, actually collecting taxes to supplement the budget. That's a possibility too, but. There's an with, answer. I think it has to do with it being local. I think as you
1: as you get farther away from the city and township that you live in, you'll have more and more regulation, more and more force.
0: That's a good point. So you maybe you could rephrase the question, Steve. Uh, what about federal government programs? Are there any co- co- uh, consensually funded federal programs? That would be a little more difficult to uh, to ascertain. Indeed. You- hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. More coming up. You take control at 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live.
3: Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Del Valley Silver has a no cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Del Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want.
0: Dial in toll free at 800-259-9231. It is the live Christmas Eve Eve edition of the show. Festivus for yeah, the rest festivus, of Yeah, Festivus, right. Uh, one night, one of two actually. they're, they're doing a dual night Festivus. Here in the, the Keene area, the activists are. In fact, we were telling you a little bit ago about the the Free State Project. It is a movement of uh, thousands of liberty-minded people all focusing on the same place. New Hampshire was a place that was chosen. That's why you and I are here, JJ. Indeed. Uh, it's because of the Free State Project. and It's been a great time. And you're old school. You you go back for like three years now, right? A little over three years now. Yeah, and I've been here for four. And it's been great. And hasn't it grown quite oh, a bit? It's
1: just amazing to see it. I mean, we talk about when we meet some of the new people, we say that our first social Sunday was eight people if on a good day. Mm-hmm. I mean, regularly it was six, seven, eight people. Um, and now it's grown to the point where we had two locations. Um, you know, it's, it's just continuing to amaze me. And I just keep getting excited with the new activists, the new ideas they bring. And uh, it, it's just their input, how they change it, because this is a constantly evolving culture we're creating.
0: And society, it's great too. It's also seeing uh, more people coming from different age ranges as well. In the very beginning, it was a select group of very very early yeah, movers, single men mostly. Yeah, and uh, and and of different age ranges. And now, I was just over at the Festivus party. It's packed full of people. You know, I would say between the age of uh, twenty and thirty five. I mean that the, the kind of the Gen X slash early or I guess late Gen Y um, portion has expanded and. Right. And that's good, And more
1: families, too, which is critical, I think, to establishing a good
0: foundation to uh, any sort of community. Yeah, we're seeing families and couples uh, showing up now, which is great. So go to freestateproject.org to learn more about the movement and learn about the Liberty Forum. I don't know if I'm privy to say this about it, uh, but I'm going to do it anyway because I think that uh, a sense of urgency needs to be created. The Liberty Forum is in trouble. How so? Well, uh, I don't know what the numbers are, but I understand that sign-ups are down uh, as of right now. Mm. And I think people, the people that are putting it together at the Free State Project are hoping to see more sign-ups or, sooner rather than later. Mm. Uh, I know the early bird discount is available now over at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. You can learn more about the event. It's happening in late February. I didn't. I didn't go to the
1: first two. Okay, I came here and and uh, I went to all the pork fests, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't go to the first two Liberty Forums. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't le- like listening to people speak. I'm not a a, pol- a political person, and I don't want to hear any sort of campaign speeches and blah blah blah. But I went to this latest one, and let me tell you, it was just amazing. Um, all the different people that I interacted with, and all the different. Uh, Ideas that we talked about, and then the civil disc at the Nashua Commons was just oh, was crazy, record setting. It was, it was, and and to be a part of that, um, it it just gave me such a good feeling. Um, when I left the Liberty Forum and I went back to Keene, uh, definitely recharged the batteries. And I recommend anyone if you are going to come and visit either Liberty Forum or Pork but if you can do them both, do them both
0: if you can. And I think one of the things that's factoring in here, something you touched on earlier, was a two of the things. A you've got the uh the the economy. People yep. are having a tougher time, they're they're scaling back, and while the Liberty Forum certainly attracts its share of participants from within New Hampshire, the big appeal of it is to bring people in from outside of new hampshire to kind of show off the movement to to bring people together who are of a liberty mindset hundreds of them in the same hotel all at the same time and you know brainstorm and socialize and and go to panel discussions and keynote speeches and it's a kind of a convention style atmosphere but it's also a lot more fun uh than the average convention It, it is
1: it's it also covers a lot more different areas than than a lot of conventions are very focused uh, if you go to a software convention, obviously you're going to hear a lot of talk about Microsoft or Linux or Unix or whatever the, the, the focus is. But th- with this sort of convention, you, you cover such a broad range between the political, there's civil disc talk, there's talk about um, preparing for a, you know a bug out bag. I, I remember re- watching the YouTube video of that mm-hmm. guy. Um, there's also people who talk about using, uh, you know, safely using firearms. Uh, there's also talk about the different methods for outreach, uh, creating pamphlets or or media itself. Not and then to mention
0: some great after hours parties too. Oh, the which parties are just really incredible. Off the hook, <laughs> if you will. So uh, so I want to make sure this happens this year. So we need to. We're going to start talking about it more often on Free Talk Live. You can go to FreeStateProject dot org slash Liberty Forum. Get a clue as to what's going on there. Naomi Wolf is the keynote speaker for the event, and uh, that's a big that's a big name. So I'm pretty excited about getting to uh, to meet her. And then Jerry Gary uh, Gary Johnson, the former Uh, governor of new mexico who came out against while he was still in office came out against the war on drugs and is a big time proponent of uh he definitely has a lot of
1: support here in the in the free state so i think he'll do successfully uh but it's it's sort of as you said bringing other people into the the free state and showing them our wares so to speak
0: so the other factor is that uh I mean, if you yes. if if pe- people had flown to the last Liberty Forum uh, that they that they attended, maybe they're less inclined to fly now. If you're over in California, you may not want to make a, a long journey across the country by car, or, so that might be holding people back. Or maybe they're just maybe they're just waiting to buy tickets. Well, those
1: know. people that are on the fence about that TSA thing, uh, what, I would encourage you to fly out here if if you have to fly. Obviously, if mm-hmm. you can drive, if you can do that more power to you to do
0: that well the manchester airport doesn't have the body scanners for whatever that's worth
1: right well the idea though is is that when you leave you know at least you know a bunch of people here in new hampshire you have there's a support network so if you were ever going to do any sort of um non non non-consenting or or sort of i guess refusing you
0: know this is the place to do it if, if you're going to do-, do politics, this is the place to do yes. it, too. I mean, the, the political scene is Definitely. so much better here. And there's always talk about these things at the Liberty Forum. I just want to make sure you get the the website. Jordan Page, uh, apparently he's really hot on the music scene uh, within the Liberty Movement. He's going to be performing there, too. freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. You can get, uh, get your hotel room. You want to make sure you get the hotel rooms. In the hotel, it's always most convenient, especially if you're going to take part in the uh, the, the partying afterwards. It's, oh, nice it's to be able to just go up to your hotel room.
1: It, it is definitely something that you will tell people about and they won't believe you because it is that. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but it's crazy fun. It's not, yeah. it's not crazy scary or anything like that, no. but it's, it's one of those things where you, you just – it's mind-boggling
0: how exciting and, and engrossing it is to yeah. be a part of it so i don't i, I think we're going to get the the organizer of the liberty forum on here at some point talk to him about uh, what's going on this year but right now there some of the speakers have already been announced there's details on the hotel and travel and uh, you can get registered get in now get the early bird discount over at freestateproject.org slash liberty forum as we continue here we'll think your phone calls about what you want brian is in texas you're on free talk live hello brian
4: Hey, guys, how are you
5: doing? Hey, uh, what's on you your mind, mind tonight? Just, well, uh, a couple of things. One, I just wanted to wish you guys a fantastic Festivus and extend that out to all your listeners.
1: Oh, you too, Brian.
5: <laughs> whatever that may be. I don't know fantastic is the it's right Festivus. It's whatever we want festivus, it to be. It is. Isn't that great? <laughs> the other thing is one of the big things in the news this week was the, the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which I am inclined to say, you know, that's a great thing. I mean, I, I, I it, it, it's a great thing to see any kind of discrimination rolled back. However, I am in a bit of, of a quandary here, and I would hope that you or maybe your listeners might help me out with this. All right, go ahead. At this, Do you extend kudos to the administration and the government for doing the right thing? I mean, you see what I'm saying here? It's like, this is, this. I mean, this is a, a great wrong that was actually finally corrected. The, the, but on the other hand, is, 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 is plotting that, is, is that an act of condoning the welfare warfare state. That's a good question. There is
0: certainly a moral gray area here, and uh, we'll come back and discuss it here in a a moment. If you want to hang on, you're welcome to Brian Moore. In a moment, we'll talk about this. You can bring up anything, 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS Blackbox Dash Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those. And there's the Shrine of Female Listeners is one of the many features there, shrine.freetalklive.com. will take you there. You'll see the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. And if you are a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine there at shrine.freetalklive.com. We're going to continue here. We'll talk a little more about the Don't Ask, Don't Tell here in a moment, but I want to make sure you know about SACL CAI. Jason Osborne, we mentioned him earlier. He has moved up to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and he's the guy behind SACEL CAI. They do collections early out billing and they purchase charged off receivables. SACEL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. Sacle CAI. See their banner at the top of our banner column at freetalklive.com. And I believe Brian is still with us in Texas. Brian, are you there?
5: Yeah, I'm I'm
0: here. Now, you'd asked the question before we had to go to break there. uh, You asked about the don't ask, don't tell being repealed, which, how do you approach that as somebody who is a lover of freedom? How do you come at that particular issue? That was pretty much your question.
2: Exactly, Um, because
5: I I, I really do feel like any any kind of discrimination is a positive thing. However, I've got really huge moral, um, a, a huge moral quandary about Extending any kind of, you know, kudos or congratulations to the House of Representatives, or the Senate, or the President, regardless of who they may be or what may, what party they might right, be right, of, Brian. I, for, I think for doing such a thing. So I would like to hear what other people have to say about that.
1: Also, I, I think you you definitely hit on a point in that they're doing something that they should have been doing anyway. Uh, for one point, mm-hmm. you, you shouldn't congratulate someone for doing the right thing. And you're former been, military, by the way. Right? Gigi. Yeah.
5: Uh, current,
0: actually. Well, I mean, JJ, it was so for former. Another, I didn't know you were current.
5: For another fifteen days. For another fifteen
0: days, I'm 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 active duty. Gotcha. And then you're out. Yep. Awesome. Got so, to interrupt well, you? Well, the ahead.
1: the other uh, the idea I was thinking is that I, I kind of like limiting the number of people we can send overseas to kill other people. Um Just from the liberty standpoint, if we can, you know, reduce the size or or the actual, um you know. Cross section of society that can apply for the army—that's uh, a good thing because that's less people with guns trying to. Yeah, but force is it really going
0: to reduce? I mean, is it really going to uh, dramatically increase that? Well, because the people that were gay that wanted to go in could still go in; they just had to keep quiet well, about their here's- sexuality. Okay,
1: here's the idea that I've seen since this is uh, taken—you uh, know, not taken effect—but it's it's been passed and people mm-hmm. are talking about. You have a lot of gay people who are now excited to join the military because mm. they can. Yeah, that's a problem. And I don't really like that phenomenon. I understand you should be proud of the fact that it's not bad to be gay and in the military, but you shouldn't just run out and, and toss on a BDU and start running around with a, a, a rifle. Because killing right. is and wrong. Okay,
5: I, can, can, I, can I interject something here? I, yeah. I see where you're going with that, and I can appreciate your argument, because I'm thinking, you know, God, if there, when I get out of the Army, if there's anything I can do, if I can convince one person to not join the Army— then I'm going to be a happy person, okay? Don't do what I did. Right. That's what I'm getting at. But sure. on the other hand, you know, let let let's change let let let's change the, the the terms here a little bit and see if if the argument still applies. Would be would it be a good thing? Would it be a stride toward liberty if we were to go back towards saying, hey, black people or women couldn't join the military? Mm, no,
3: it, this I
0: is in no way so. a stride toward liberty. The, the, the fact that they're allowing gay people to openly join the military is not in any way a stride toward liberty, nor is it a stride away from liberty. It's just a modification of the state. It's just a change to how they operate their rules. And I would say the best way to answer the question would be to caveat, you know, to say, on one hand, I can appreciate that uh, the government, if they're going to exist, will allow people equally to participate within it. On the other hand, I don't support the military, and I think that people that uh, it's a shame that more people are going to join to be paid killers now. <laughs> so right, I think there's right. there's nothing wrong with it's there not an either or kind of there situation. A great point. Yeah, it's, great point. It's, it's not an they either happen. or situation. It deserves the qualification. It's I
1: think a- I think if they were across the board taking care of this gay rights situation, then it'd be a different story. You know, if but they're just focusing on one little aspect, one facet. Whereas we still have the uh, gay marriage issue. Um, Health care and and uh, civil unions for partners, that sort of stuff, which There's, are a lot
0: bigger of an issue. And right to me, the well, the ability to, uh, to to choose your partner. Well, yes, yeah, really, so.
4: are they?
5: Because because you know, there when when you broaden the issue, then what you get into is the whole and, and and appropriately so that there are such a thing as group rights. You know, you mentioned gay rights. You know, well, does, no does I, such I, thing exist.
1: I don't. I, I don't. I, I did, I don't want to talk—I'm talking about like that from a conversation standpoint. What I'm, what I'm trying right. to say is if, if they brought um, the gays up to the same level as everybody else, you know, if they gave gays the same rights as everyone else instead of special rights, that's what I'm trying to say is is if they allowed uh, uh, people who, who uh, you know, want a same-sex partner to marry that person to join the military— to have all the other benefits that come with um, being an adult in our society, uh, sad to say, then uh, then it would be something different. But th- this one little issue is, is I think, n- is just uh, you know, peeing in the wind, so to
0: speak. It's it's certainly on the scale of of things uh, that they could do to, uh, to to lower the discrimination against gay people. It's on the lower end of this of the scale. So I say it's it's worth acknowledging and saying, okay, well. In, from the perspective of government being fair they 've made the right choice in that area, but from the perspective of liberty they haven 't done anything to advance liberty in fact they 're making it worse and As far as the uh, the term rights" is concerned we 're really not talking about rights here we 're talking about privileges we 're talking about government
6: oh such a good point
0: right we 're talking about government granted uh, privileges here because uh, when it comes to the marriage issue. I can go out and get married without asking permission to do so. Certainly. The only thing that the government is preventing me from doing so is getting a marriage license if I'm a gay man. And that license is needed in order to transfer certain benefits from one to another. And that's one one of the big problems with it not being possible for them to do that. I don't support government marriage myself. Yes, get rid of the licenses. Right, just like I don't support the military. But I understand that in today's world, for instance, if you want to go to the hospital and you, you've got a gay, you're, you're gay and you have a partner who's in the hospital, you may not be allowed in depending on how stickler they're being for whatever their rules are, but they may say, well, you can only come in if you're family or a spouse. Well, I am his spouse. Well, you're not, where's your license? Your marriage license. Well, I don't have that. We didn't get married uh, in that way. Exactly. So it, it, it effectively restricts people from being able to uh, to be family. I mean, it, and that's, that's a problem. So from that perspective, having gay marriage is a is a very valuable thing, but from the liberty perspective, you know government marriage existing is the problem, so abolishing government marriage would solve all of these uh, all of these exactly. issues right i'm and, i'm never going to go for
5: having government restrictions on well for the for for the you know when you get to the bigger issue having having the military in the first place having a federal military is the problem Yes. And having having federal ha, ha, having you know uh federal qualifications based on you know i mean you know i don't know whether it's you know whether it's sex or race or 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 religion or sexual identity or, or, or whatever, that's the problem. So it's like, you know, if we, like, focus in too narrowly and say, oh, well, this is a great thing, allowing homosexuals to serve openly in the military, yes, that's great, but we're ignoring the larger issue of, wait a minute here, aren't we just perpetuating the welfare warfare state right. aren't that's we just the just whole roots more and branches men
1: and women into the meat grinder I
5: right.
0: think you're right Brian thanks for the call tonight I appreciate hearing from you you know I'm
1: thing. never going to go to some guy hey, thanks for uh thanks for not beating your wife today you know that's that's mm. like it's foolish if someone's doing something wrong you you don't thank them for stopping doing that wrong
0: thing you yeah. expect them to stop it it's just a normal course of life so just because uh, gays can openly join the military doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, right? I mean, for instance, women have a much larger role, an active role in in military service today than, than they used they to. They do. It has grown. And I don't, I'm just speculating here. You've been in the military, uh, JJ. Right. I'm, what branch was it? I was in the Army. The Army. Uh, I would just speculate to say that there's probably some misogyny going on among the uh, the ranks of the men in the, the there, military. There is, it is, but it's also part of the locker room Phenomenon.
1: Do you understand what I mean? It, when you get a bunch of guys together and they create this brotherhood, there's a certain certain way they carry themselves. And, and, and how is that going
0: to transfer over to the gay guys that are coming in now? Oh, well,
1: they're just going to have to, to suffer, get called names. It's just how it guys are.
0: Why would anybody want to join this organization? It's Free Talk Live. More coming up.
6: Thousands of years ago. From the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond. TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins. All certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zloven. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll find the features on the site are free. We've got a wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. You can edit virtually anything you see there on the wiki at freetalklive.com. Dot com. So uh, do hit over and enjoy that. It's one of the many features that we have there for you. Also, how soon do you want to start teaching that special child that you know about the ideas of liberty? Well... You need to know about The Island Called Liberty, or An Island Called Liberty. It's a picture book for children, and Mark reads it to Jack all the time. In fact, it's my understanding, Jack constantly is bringing it to Mark to have him read uh, to him. It's uh, a little bit like Rothbard meets Dr. Seuss. It's a simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorites. Go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some samples, and order today. You'll get a 10% discount if you use the coupon code FTL at checkout. That's FTL's in Free Talk Live. That's an island call liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. That's freemarketunderdog.com. As we continue with your phone calls, your thoughts are welcome. Christmas Eve, Eve edition here with Ian and JJ as we go to Tristan in Australia. Tristan, I guess it's Christmas Eve where you are right now, yes?
7: Yeah,
0: it's 11 a.m. right now, so... So, so, welcome to the show. What's on your mind tonight, or today?
7: Yeah, I'm just um, a little bit... I'm down with all the uh, libertarian ideas of uh, sound money and uh, not using force uh, to achieve political means, Mm -hmm. uh, like taxation such like that, but I'm really uh, interested in your thoughts on uh, non-interventionist foreign policy. At what point do you declare war and... What point does the United States clear war I should say? Well, I don't think that, the you know?
0: United States should exist. I mean, I don't believe in the idea of nations in the first place. Uh, JJ, I don't know how you feel on that.
1: I, I, I'm the same way, I, but I think to be realistic, there is going to be some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, defense force, if you will. Now, most of the time there would be militias where people would take up arms and defend their community if necessary. But I think what you're talking about is something – on a
0: larger uh, scale. Well, the declaration of war is essentially a state phenomenon. Otherwise, what you're talking about, JJ, would be if somebody attacks you, you just defend yourself, whether it be by yourself or with your neighbors or with a militia or with a private protection I, agency. I understand what
1: you're saying, but I think that people are going to want, in any any case, they're going to ingrain through their training, their indoctrination, they, they're going to want a military force backing them up, so to speak, with the world the way it is. They're going to feel safer at night if there's an army for some reason, uh, instead of realizing that that is actually costing them and putting them into danger by by being a threat to other countries and instigating violence in other countries. I think as far as your question is concerned, if there's something going on, you know, well outside the borders of of the United States, then there would be no
0: real reason to declare war. I wouldn't uh support it in any shape it, it, the the way you think of as of war the term war uh, it's like it's open season. If if some country, some government attacks another plot of land that is not considered under their government, then the government that is attacked may declare war at that point, And then it's on. Right. Then the government's been attacked can then send planes and uh, planes and bombers and things like that over to that other country and attack them. I would if there was some sort of private military, I would not support the idea of retaliatory strikes. And so if that would have been their policy as a business, I wouldn't be interested in that. I'd, I, I could see maybe supporting some kind of a defense system but all i would be interested in would be the re- the repelling uh of an attack i wouldn't be interested in uh you know kind of getting res- uh, re- retaliation i think you know i think
1: I mean. more of the, the strategic resources sort of retaliations is kind of what we're heading towards in this discussion is is if uh our oil source is in jeopardy of being you know taken over or uh, whatever when you say our oil source, do you mean like a company's oil source? or Right, right. That's that's sort of what I mean. Where, where the oil that ends up in the United States uh, gas stations comes from. Well, that uh, should
0: be their responsibility. Yes, pretend.
1: I'm not saying that that's, that's a valid excuse for war, but yeah. I'm saying that that would be the pretext needed for some sort of action or inter- intervention by a private entity or um, whatever
0: exists at that point. Tristan, have have we answered your question?
7: Uh, just another follow-up. At what point in World War Two would uh, you say <laughs> the United States, uh, if anything, uh, got into that war? Just- um, well, I'm it's
0: important that. to remember that uh, World War II probably wouldn't have happened if it weren't for the United States getting involved in World War One. And also mm-hmm. important to point out that Woodrow Wilson was reelected on the promise of keeping the United States out of war. He broke his promise and then got the U.S. into war and tipped the scales and and uh, basically ousted the uh, was it the chancellor at the time of, uh, of Germany uh, and then kind of essentially paved the way for Hitler to uh, to take over so uh,
7: that it wouldn't have World War Two wouldn't existed without uh, American involvement in uh, World War One.
0: That's my suggestion. Yeah. So I I believe firmly in in non-intervention. And uh, and I don't again, I can't support anything that the U.S. military does because they're supported by coercion. Um, If people want to support a side in a conflict, I think they should be free to do that. If people want to join a side in a conflict, I think they should be free to do that. Uh, if people want to, you know, add another side to a conflict, that's their business. I don't support that. I don't. I, I do. I do whatever I can to avoid conflict. And and if conflict comes, I think that it needs to be ended, and uh, you know, and again, the the, the force repelled. Uh, but to just continue on with the violence, that's what governments do, and and I can't support that. I think if if the country was independent, and by
1: by that I mean that it could sustain itself without resources being brought in. In, in massive quantities, I mean, if they were small small resources here and there, it'd be a different story but if we, if the country was independent where it didn't need to have so many support structures in other countries, then I think the country would be a lot stronger, a lot more independent, and it wouldn't be necessarily inclined to go to war over just about anything. Uh, a lot of people just don 't like the idea of of killing other people unless there is some some propaganda force behind. Convincing them of an idea that this attack has to happen—that's
0: what they had to do for World War II. I mean, they had to essentially wrangle the Japanese into attacking them. It was uh, Roosevelt who wanted that to happen because he knew that uh, the American people were were less than inclined to get behind a war effort unless, yeah, especially
1: after the atrocities of World War One, right? Unless
0: they could point to something and say, "Look, see, we've been attacked, and we need to we need to strike back." And of course, it worked brilliantly. His plan. Worked very well, so um, you know. So the answer is, uh, I, I don't think that you know, in a free market world where we have these various defense agencies, there would be any kind of declaration of war. It would just be a biz, It would be a decision on the part of the people that are providing defense services, whatever we're talking about, whether it be some sort of military defense or or private uh, police style defense or militias. It would just be their decision, their choice to get involved in a conflict or not, and they would they would. There would be various different factors that would be involved in them making that decision. What what do their customers want them to do? How far do their yeah. customers want them to go? That kind of thing.
7: Yeah, because uh, throughout, throughout the last 60 years, uh, pretty much every Western nation under the United States empire has uh, pretty much neglected their military compared to uh, e-boats. So, um,
0: yeah, They've neglected the their military reason. to what? I'm sorry.
7: Uh, their the military in Favorite social programs like uh, welfare. You, know, you can. Uh, I so You mean yeah. they've let
0: the U.S. pick up the slack for their militaries?
7: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. NATO is a perfect example where uh, the United States military is just the force, and everything else would practically fold in an event of a um.
0: Uh, good. Invasion. That sounds wonderful to me. I mean, uh, that uh, if the U.S. military goes down, that there aren't much, there isn't much to speak of as far as other militaries in the world. So it sounds like well, a good thing. War is a tool of
1: the state. It,
0: it is is a tool of control used by the state, and
1: there's no two ways about it. A, a group of people has a dispute; they usually come to terms, negotiations, uh, because both parties will benefit from negotiations whereas only one party benefits from war and they don't even benefit that much because of the casualties on both sides and the cost and loss and blood blood and treasure. That's a
0: great observation. The state wants war. The state perpetuates war because it benefits them. They get more power. They get to uh, create new uh, programs. They get to reward their buddies in industry, the military-industrial complex and they get to print out as much money as they want to go to the war. So they are very interested in war and propagating that idea whereas in the marketplace the incentives are the reverse the companies or organizations or however they'll be organized these defense organizations will not be interested in just warring eternally, eternally. if there's an attack they're going to want to repel it they're going to want to make sure that att- that uh, attack doesn't come again and that's going to be it they're going to want to be done with their involvement as quickly as possible to minimize the costs involved
1: exactly they're going to make more profit in peacetime than they will in wartime and i think that's the Great critical point. That's a critical point to to understand, is that the government doesn't care about profits. They don't care about uh, spending your money wisely. They don't care about any of that because it's all disposable to them. They can print more. And
0: and nearly every war that's been fought has been fought through inflation. Sure enough. Tristan, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Plenty of time for your thoughts. You dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. Hour 2 is next. This is Free Talk Live.
6: But wait... (laughs)
0: Talk live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll free. Take control of the airwaves at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And JJ. And uh, it is the live Christmas Eve Eve edition of the show. We're here uh, throughout the uh, the remainder of the weekend, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. We're going to be here doing uh, live programs. So appreciate you guys tuning in, whether it's live or later via podcast. It's a festivist miracle. It is uh, good to be here. I mean, I, yeah, I would like <laughs> to be at the festivist party, but as you said, that's going to go on late into oh, yeah. the night here in uh, in Keene. And then uh, miss happening on uh, Saturday over at Jason Oz. Borns place in uh, over the Manchester area, man. There's all kinds of get-togethers. Yeah, I guess there's a, a pajama party uh, tomorrow in Manchester. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah. It's out of my way, though. I can't probably can't make that. Uh, but nonetheless, there's so much to do. That's one of the things we've got here in New Hampshire. There's so much uh, on choices the, on the social scene uh, within the Liberty Movement. This stuff did not exist where I came from, JJ. I don't know about you, but no. uh, down in Sarasota, Florida, even though the market size was much larger, there were a lot more people physically in the market. Uh, the network did not exist. The socializing did not exist. It's, I stayed home most of the time. It's a completely different culture, and and I think we're missing we're sort of
1: missing the point because we're too close to the trees to see the forest. It's that sort of situation? But um, it, it's it's like we're creating something new here. A lot of people back in wherever they came from, they would have stayed with family, and families would have gathered. But here, because we are creating our own families, families of our choosing, mm-hmm. uh, we can we can choose. Where we want to allocate our time, our, our most precious commodity, and and then choose to put ourselves into a, I guess a group or a circle of friends that we we get along with the best, we have the best vibe
0: with, and then you'll have the best relationships. Absolutely. you gotta, you got to be yourself to attract the, the right kinds of people to you. That's right. And uh, anyway, we're going to continue here. We'll take your phone calls about anything at 800-259-9231. But there's news to be reported here today. And uh, it's the very same day that there are more, I guess, opt-outs happening at the airport. Uh, WeWon'tFly.com encouraging another uh, opt-out event. I believe, as you mentioned before, it's a little muted compared to the last one. I haven't heard as much buzz uh, surrounding this. I don't know if that's a bad thing. No, it's
1: not. But the... the, we Won't Fly has has had some troll comments. I don't know if you reported on that recently.
0: No, but I heard off the air that apparently the Department of Homeland Security was busted. Yes. Uh, somebody from the Department of Homeland Security busted for commenting on the We Won't Fly blog, I guess in kind of a nasty way. I, I'm not sure as yes, what the, the context one of them,
1: was. Uh, the, the most recent one was very vitriolic and uh, contained several swear words, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but the the news of that... Happening hits a mainstream blog called, uh, not mainstream blog, but a mainstream news, uh, Raw Story, which is fairly large. It's for the internet. But anyway. uh,
0: Well, a lot of internet uh, websites have more uh, traffic than than newspapers have. Well, Reddit also picked it up. And actually, because of Reddit...
1: The we won't fly site crashed today. Yeah, because right. so much so many people looking to to look at the story and and to read the comments themselves. So I, I think a big kudos goes out to George Donnelly and, and sure. work with that organization because he's certainly he ran with it right from the start and uh, I'm really proud of the work he's done for
0: the. Uh, you know, speaking of George Donnelly, uh, I agree with you, and yeah, he's done amazing work. Also, Jim, uh, Jim Babb is, yes, is his uh, cohort there. Sorry to miss that. At uh which is, again, right now a minimalist website because they're, they ran out of their server power or bandwidth or something Yeah, like there's a chip into uh, or a donation set up to get their own dedicated
1: server. That's a good the- idea.
0: So uh, the other thing I want to mention about George Donnelly is he had not quit. I thought he had quit the Free State Project. And he has not, as of a couple of weeks ago, the last time I talked to him about it, he had not had not quit. He was upset um, because there was some drama regarding the Free State Project Facebook page, which which he had started. Right, right. And the Free State Project, yeah, I love the concept, but sometimes their board can be a little on the bureaucratic side, as as most boards tend to be. And they weren't comfortable with what George was doing with the profile. He was promoting things that were happening in New Hampshire – as though it was... The Free State Project, I guess, was concerned that they... It sounded too much like the the Free State Project was endorsing the activism. And they... They make it very clear that they don 't endorse any of the activism in New Hampshire that the Free State project only exists to bring Liberty activists to New Hampshire and then what they decide to do at that point is their business it was a little it seemed to me to be a little tissy, uh, you know between the, the two sides and George ended up you know pulling out and just you know deleting the Free State project Facebook group it 's been recreated right. uh, but it's it 's had to start from scratch at, at this point and uh, so I, I know he was pretty upset at the free State project board and was talking about uh, withdrawing his membership. He wasn't talking about not moving to New Hampshire. Right. He was just talking about not being a physical member of the Free State Project. And well, there are several people that move here and don't they have never
1: anything joined. to do with the Free State Project. Right. So it's very possible that, that if you don't want to be a part of it, you don't agree with whatever they're saying, you could still move here. You could still be a part of this the community, community. Sure. and this movement,
0: but you wouldn't be on the rolls as far as they're concerned. We've got people who are, uh, who are very active. Within the liberty movement, because I think a lot of people confuse up here in New New Hampshire, people that live here, have lived here their whole lives, confuse the free staters with liberty activists. And it's it's an easy confusion to make because a lot of free staters are very visible and they are in many ways the face of the liberty movement in New Hampshire. But on the other hand, uh, there are a lot of New Hampshire natives and people that have lived here from before the Free State Project existed that are some of the most kick-butt activists around. Yeah, and speaking to that, I just recently saw Dave Ridley's... Uh, one of
1: his Ridley Report videos uh, about the Bo- uh, Ward Bird situation. And one comment that, uh, that he now made... Now, what is that situation? Uh, Ward Bird was... Uh, he was imprisoned because he, he was charged with criminal threatening. He, This woman came to his house, was asking for directions, and at one point in their conversations... Now, I, I'm not full up on all the details. I'm not the person to ask about this. But basically... They had a, a disagreement, and Ward decided he was going to go call the police because she wouldn't leave his property, mm-hmm. which he he has every right to to defend and and to to maintain. Um, so while he went to call the police, she call, She ended up calling the police first, and he. Oh boy! And he has he has a gun because he's it's his property. It's his property. He has every right it's to have New gun. Hampshire, and this woman <laughs> woman is trespassing and won't leave. Right, New right. Hampshire, and. Uh, the, the cops actually arrested him. Oh, man. She called him first with the complaint. And then That's after crazy. after the crazy prosecution, which uh, many people in the state didn't agree with, that have nothing to do with the liberty movement, just the common sense approach. This is to wrong. New, yeah, to New Hampshire's gun laws and being able to protect your property, uh, a lot of support happened. With people that you wouldn't really expect it to come from, just the community members, people who knew him because he was an outstanding member of the community, he was respected by many people, and people knew this gentleman, and they knew that he wasn't a violent person, but yet the system treated him as though he was exactly, and he's in prison right now that's correct, so he is did serving, he point
0: the gun at the woman
1: uh, I believe that the complaint was that he waved it around hmm. and whether I think that that's meant, outrageous right, whether that meant to point it directly at her or above her head mm. whatever the reason is he he didn't shoot her he didn't hurt her you know the, where's the victim here the victim is the person who was trespassed upon which is ward bird
0: Yeah, but yet he's in jail and she's not, and not that I think she should be in jail for trespassing, but the the correct response is to rebuff the the aggression and to get the person off your property, and then that's that. Peace has been restored. The
1: the, the officers who showed up should have just escorted her off the property, and the the case is closed. That's all the money that needs to be allocated to this problem from the taxpayer. But now
0: they're going to allocate however many thousands of $30,000 a year to put this guy in a prison cell. So you had mentioned Dave Ridley. I just want to make sure we knew what Ward Bird was.
1: Dave, one of his things he, he made a comment about was because of all these people who aren't involved with our our free state project or the the liberty movements in the various areas he um he said that they had come up with new and different ideas for protesting for uh, getting across the outreach message that they wanted to have about free ward bird doing various things like doing a convoy of cars mm-hmm. uh some of their protests instead of concentrating in one area which we have known to do uh, they would spread it out in various street corners so that they, they could get a maximum coverage. Mm-hmm. So they have been trying different tactics that we didn't think about, sort of the
0: out-of-the-box approach. And uh, well, more more minds does that, right? The yes. more people you get involved in a movement, the more ideas are going to be generated, exactly. the more people can uh, work together, and uh, the more effective you're going to be, which is why bringing more activists to New Hampshire is so important and doing it sooner rather than later. Uh, freestateproject.org to learn more about it. More coming up. You can take control. We'll tell you about what's going on with the TSA, some crazy stuff, and take your calls about anything. This is Free Talk Live at
3: 800-259-9231. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey, in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is
0: Free Control of the airwaves by dialing in toll free and bring up whatever you want. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that we have there completely free. Uh, And by the way, those features include news, updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Sign up for either emailed updates, Twitter or Facebook. You can get it however you want. Uh, Go to news.freetalklive.com. And of course, like everything on our site, it is completely free. By the way, if you're on any medications and are getting your meds at a local pharmacy, you're probably paying too much. And there is a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70%. We're talking about big names, Viagra, Cialis, Boniva, Lipitor, et cetera. There's there's a whole bunch of them there. And big discounts, they'll deliver them right to your door. And all you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Click Become a Member on the left side of the page. Customer service is excellent, and it'll walk you through every step. And you'll save big time. Meds.freetalklive.com. Go check it out. All right, we're going to go right to the phones and the fun coming up. We'll tell you about what's going on with the TSA. It's not good news, uh, but first, we've got Adam in Maryland. Adam, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and JJ.
8: Hey, happy Festivus.
0: Howdy, what's on How's your mind tonight?
8: Hey, I've been listening to you guys for over five years now, man. Wow. I'm feeling, I'm feeling old.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. Thanks.
8: Um, So I was, um, basically I tried to do set up a protest and reluct- reluct- uh, reluctantly applied for a protest permit. I just didn't want to get hassled
0: Ooh. by cops.
8: So anyway, just because you
0: have a permit doesn't mean you won't get hassled by the cops, but go ahead.
8: Yeah, so anyway, the, um, the permit office uh, was not getting back to me, so I called them after about two weeks, and they said, well, it's, the approval's been held up because of the location you requested. First up, Instead before of, you
0: go on, where in Maryland is this uh, permitting process happening, and what location did you request?
8: Uh, the Baltimore... The Circuit Court for Baltimore County and the Department of Permits and Business Management, I believe.
0: So you wanted to uh, you wanted to protest at the court. Yes. Okay, got it.
8: So they said it because I wanted to protest in the courtyard of the court, which is this big open area um, that is open to the public. You know, you can walk right through it all the time. I figured that's a great place to do the protest. They said, it's being held up because of that. So I said, okay, if this isn't going to be approved, where can I legally protest, and can you approve me for that? And they said, well, we'll get back with you. (laughs) Well, anyway, that lapsed. So go
0: ahead. No, I was just laughing at the idea that they're going to get back with you. How long did that take?
8: (laughs) Oh, it didn't happen. Yeah, Um, figures. So I said, okay, you know what, I'm just going to go back to Plan A, which was to protest uh, using the Bill of Rights as my permit.
0: Good for you. That's what you should have done in the first place.
8: Yep, so I did it, and guess what happened?
0: <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. You got harassed by the cops or nothing?
8: Yep, cops showed up after. Uh, I said my piece, basically. Um, uh, the whole reason I was protesting, basically, was I had had some trouble with the court. Um, basically got screwed over, became a slave to this company who I did services for. Long story short, um, I wanted to do some research on the judges. There's a lack of information about who these judges are what they're doing behind the closed doors. So I said, okay, I, w- I basically want to get some more transparency with the court system. So I was spreading my information about this, this bill proposal. Anyway, sheriff showed up. He's like, w- uh, do you have a permit, sir? I said, yes, I do. showed him the bill of rights. He said, get out of here, pack <laughs> up your stuff, and get out of here. <laughs> so oh, I-, I, gave him- I gave him a piece of my mind. I'm actually surprised he didn't arrest me, to be honest with you. But uh, So I'll give him credit for that.
0: Well, I mean, you're right. Certainly the cops can always just come up with a reason to arrest you if they don't like you. They can always just charge you with disorderly conduct. uh, Yeah, you'll you'll,
8: you'll love this part. So um, as I'm walking away, he said, uh, may I ask for your ID, please? I said, are you asking for my ID or demanding? He said, well, if you fail, failure to show you you my ID, uh, failure for you to show your ID may result in your arrest for disorderly conduct. Wow. I said, fine, here.
0: I don't have any ID to show you. You know, you can always <laughs> yeah, just not exactly. bring it. I left it in the car. You can always well, just not have it, uh, yeah, with you. That's always a possibility, too. Yep. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, uh, b- by the way, one more question. Are you still there? Yeah. Were you alone? No, I had a
8: cameraman, and actually I just posted the video on your board uh, a few hours ago. So, oh, great,
0: great. So, yep. oh, all right, you posted it over on the Free Talk Live BBS? Yep. Oh, fantastic. Well, uh, great.
8: Festivus Liberty style or something like that. <laughs> Fantastic, dude. Thanks, and I'm glad you made it out
0: with uh, without a trip to the jail cell. And I thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. Smart move. Uh, not going alone. Bringing a camera. Yep. Bring more than one if you can. Have your cameraman and then have one for yourself as well. It's always a good idea. Of course, also, there's the possibility of having a concealed camera or an audio recording device in case they take your camera from you and, can, and attempt to stop you uh, from recording. Ideally that you would
1: have, uh, the activist would have the quick video going, which mm-hmm. would go straight to the internet, and then someone else would be recording a, a better high-definition video.
0: Right, and that is an ideal situation, uh, and the announcing that you're broadcasting as well could also help be uh, uh, correct the behavior of the police.
1: Right, or just telling them the idea that, look, this is going straight to the internet. No matter what you do to me or my phone, you're not going to get this video stopping you're not going to be able to stop this video from getting to the internet, so people are going to see exactly what you're doing. That's right.
0: Just be aware of that while you're taking your actions towards me. Yep. They'll think twice before they uh, speak if you make a statement like that. So I'm glad that he decided to do it anyway, and uh, glad that he, he ta- was taught a lesson by the permitting process, which is basically a process designed to stop uh, the right. freedom of speech.
1: That's right. When you and, reduce it to a permit, when you have to ask permission, they can say no. It's just that simple. Right
0: and then you're not exercising a right you are back to what we talked about a in the privilege. first hour you're exercising the option to be you know be granted a privilege so if you have the right to assemble which is the constitutional claim – now, we all know they don't care about their constitution. Right. It's just it's – the constitution just exists as cover for the existence of the violent state. It's, it's something that that adds legitimacy to a group of men and women that are doing violence against well, peaceful it's, people. It's,
1: it's like the fuse to the, the – the state is a bomb, and the fuse was the, the, uh, the constitution. It got, the, it got it started. You know, it, it got lit, and then it ran through its course, and then the state blew up. And now the Constitution, the fuse is useless at this point because the bomb is blowing up. So it's just a piece of paper.
0: Yeah. But nonetheless, it still, it does have that aura of legitimacy around it. And it doesn't hurt to point to it if you're dealing with the, the state agents. Certainly. Um, and in this case, it's, it seems pretty clear if you have the right to assemble, which the First Amendment acknowledges. Remember, the Constitution doesn't grant people rights. It just simply points them out and it exists for the purpose of telling the government people, hey, you're not supposed to cross these lines. That's right. So there's still nothing wrong with uh, with, with pointing to that. And, uh, yeah, good on, uh, on him for just going through with it, even with a uh, relatively small amount of people. Two people is still a pretty risky situation. Certainly. When, you're, when you're dealing with a courthouse— You've got bureaucrats everywhere, you've got multiple cops, sheriffs, people like that are all over the place. You're going to be outnumbered unless you have a significant uh, amount of folks. And in most places in this country, it's just not possible to get a significant amount of people, except for maybe up here in New Hampshire and maybe a handful of other places. But most court things are during the daytime, most people are working, so it's it's tricky. You get people that aren't really supportive with what your cause is, Uh, you
1: get them just so that they're there or they're a friend or a cousin or a relative – but they—they are pretty much going along with whatever the police officer says. You don't back want someone—you yeah. don't want someone sitting there going, "You should just do what he says." You should just, yeah, just back down, man. Yep. Just—you don't want that in your ear while you're sitting in this stressful situation with this officer. If you're going to do civil disobedience, you have to have the strength of conviction to go through with it. And it, you can always bail. You can always say, well, this you can, is too much. And that's what
0: he did, and that's yes, okay. And that's, that's a okay. wise move on his part. You live to come back another time, or better yet, live to come to New Hampshire, where you can actually have people behind you, and then you could stand your ground. Yes. Uh, more coming up at 800-259-9231. You can bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live.
5: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Refrigerated Cookie Dough. Who would you bake some love for? Find fun and easy baking ideas at tollhouse.com. Kids love doing arts and crafts projects, especially when you join in. Try channeling all that artistic energy into the kitchen and bake up some creative treats together. Think of your art supplies as the frosting, sprinkles, and decorating gels, and use cookies or cupcakes as your canvas. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday.
0: Is free talk live? You can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll free at 800 259 9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And uh, some of those features include our listening options. We've got live streams which allow you to listen via broadband or dial-up flavors, plus our webcam listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. We've got a free-to-air satellite channel, which means you don't have to pay subscription fee. And uh, in addition to that, 85 wonderful radio stations from coast to coast that take the show at various different times. Go get the details and get tuned in over at listen.freetalklive.com. You know, the dollar has lost 97% of its value since the Federal Reserve created it in 1913. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with the uh, the constant loss of a uh, of value out of the dollar? Well, one way is to uh, to do business in silver. You know, to, to find merchants that are willing to, uh, to to sell you things in silver and Dell Valley Silver can help make that happen for you especially if you are a merchant they have a merchant program uh, that can help you introduce uh, silver tokens as they call them into the, into your business and they're very pretty i we, i've i've got a number of them myself and uh, you can go to dellvalleysilver.com and learn about their no cost turnkey setup that gets you paid and you get to promote the use of real money. It's not like uh, so many of the other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. Uh, if you've ever wished that you could buy and sell and trade in silver in your community, you need to go and talk to the folks at dellvalleysilver.com. And do it now because the silver, prices, the silver market
1: itself is flooded with requests for buy orders. I know so, it's just
0: it's just crazy. Uh, it's thirty dollars an ounce now. It wasn't long ago that it was twenty, and it wasn't long before that that it was ten. Right. So, it, well, people also
1: see it precious metal, and they recognize the intrinsic value that it has. It's it's something that yeah. speaks universally, even if you don't speak the language. You can show someone a round of silver
0: or gold, and they will understand that it has value. Well, whether the uh, whether the silver price goes up or down to me doesn't matter. I want to have uh, I want to have silver and I want to do business with other people that are that are doing business in silver because of what you say the dollar only has value because the government has decreed it. There's not any real intrinsic value in the US dollar. it's, no. it's only there because there's the threat of force behind it from the US federal government. And that silver, that gold, or whatever we're talking about, the precious metals, platinum, all of those things have industrial uses. They have uh, intrinsic value that uh, that people actually, regardless of what happens to the dollar, whether it goes to hyperinflation or not, uh, the silver is always going to hold some value.
1: Right, right. You can make a spoon and eat your food with that silver if you needed to, but your dollar is, is useless. If you can't buy forks with a dollar, good luck doing anything with it besides burning it
0: so uh, if you want to get involved and introduce silver into your local community as uh, something that you can trade with dellvalleysilver.com can help you with that if you're a business and you want to introduce silver into your business you can do that too Uh, dellvalleysilver.com we continue here 800-259-9231 as we go to max calling from new hampshire you're on free talk live hello max do we have max here oh wait i think i muted the phone pod let's try again max are you there Oh, hey, sorry about that. There you
9: are. Um, Go ahead. I just, uh, I just wanted to make a point about that silver. It's not that, uh, um, you know, the, the value of silver or gold are going up. The Fed's doubled the money supply, and so the, it's not that the silver's worth $30 an ounce. It's it, A dollar is only worth one-thirtieth of an ounce of silver, and that only worth one thirteen hundredth of right. an ounce.
4: That's
0: gold. certainly another uh, another accurate way to uh, to put the situation. Uh, silver and gold basically keep up with inflation over time. Well, they, they hold keep, their value. They hold the value
1: based on their uses, their industrial use, right. because it is used in so many industrial capacities. Like a, a, for example, a Tomahawk cruise missile uses something like. I don't know some ungodly amount of silver, something like five hundred ounces of well, silver. Well, in our
0: f- ideal world, we wouldn't have tomahawk cruise right. missiles, right? But still, there would be other things, uh, you know, making PC boards and uh, parts yes. and computer parts and things like that. So, what were you so calling about tonight, Max?
9: We, we'd have tomahawk missiles, but we wouldn't use them on other people. There you go. Uh, actually, I just got arrested this weekend, and it, it's the uh, out here on the seacoast. It actually it's, the, it's the, the top news story on uh, Channel Nine, so everybody's seeing uh, this story. Uh, there was, really, there was a big. Party well, one of my housemates, who's not a free stater, threw a uh, big party and didn't tell me about it until um, people were already, you know, on their way out and starting to show up. And uh, a lot of the people he invited, I didn't know, and and um, some of them were. I mean, they seemed, you know, pretty cool at first, but towards the end of the party, there was a big fight. Oh man! And uh, I can't discuss all the details, obviously, but I, I did get arrested, and they are pressing charges, or they are, the police are filing charges against. For what? Uh, uh, what do they call it? Sales of all, prohibited sales of alcohol, um, which actually
5: includes
9: um, everything. It includes providing alcohol, and that's bunk, and the other charges against me are bunk. But um, basically, the Seabrook Police Department took everyone into custody, um, and everyone who was a Seabrook resident ended up with charges against them. And all the people from Massachusetts got let go, even people with. You know, fire criminal records and whatnot. Even the people involved in the fight, they got let go. But everyone who was from Seabrook, they had charges filed. Which? Why you know, do you think that is? Um, I think. I mean, personally, I think that the that the police chief we've got right now really, really has a uh, um, really has something you know against uh, Seabrook residents, and he doesn't like Seabrook re- folks, and they don't like him, and um, he he just kind of. Um, you know i don't want to i don't want to disparage anyone but um he really comes off sometimes as you know he's here and he's the police chief and everybody should stay out of his way and when somebody tries to solve you know people tried to constables tried to solve the beach parking problem and the police chief you know stood up and shot that down and he's not going to let his police department deal
0: with that issue so not you're not saying this is it. all a bunch of uh, bunk uh, you weren't selling alcohol uh, you you didn't even know the party was going to happen What are your plans to uh, to handle this?
9: Um, Well, I've got a court date on February second at uh, the Hampton District Court, so I'm going to fight it. I'm going to get an attorney and fight it. But um, all of the all the charges are baloney, and um, whatever it is that they um, claim to have as evidence, they're not making it available.
0: And I think that they'll have they'll have to eventually. I mean, if you're going to court, you can file for discovery, and then they have to send you a copy of all of their so called evidence. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that they have. So, Max, I have to say that uh, you are the creator of the Next 1000 Pledge, by the way, and we've talked about the Next 1000 Pledge on this show. It, it's, uh, it's not too late to get signed up for it. Next dot uh, pledgebank.com slash next1000, if I'm not mistaken. People can, if they are going to be here in New Hampshire by the end of 2011, they should sign that pledge uh, to, to make it known publicly. How's the pledge going along?
9: Um, believe it or not, it's already up to 232 signers. Okay. Um, we've only had a... Um, In the last year or so, we've only had about maybe a half dozen or um, six or ten people really getting active and doing advertising and recruiting and and getting the word out about it. Um, But we have we have made uh, steady progress, and I don't know we might make you know two hundred and forty or maybe even two hundred and fifty by the end of the year. Um, But actually, the nice thing about the next one thousand is. Most of the people who signed up have either moved or they're about to move.
0: So they're going to come so, anyway. It's not like the people that are signing the next one thousand are saying, "Oh, I'm only going to move if a thousand people sign the pledge." They're going to move regardless. Right. They're saying, "I am they're moving move anyway."
9: Yeah. So I would say probably about two hundred of them are going to move either way. The the 999 issue isn't even an issue for most of
0: them. It's good to know.
9: You go, you go through the list, and most of those folks have already moved anyway.
0: Max, I'm gonna uh, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate you di- uh, dialing in, and good luck. Uh, keep us in, informed as to uh, to what happens out there. Best Sounds luck, cr- Max. Crazy. Um, yeah, Max and I have kind of a, a little history. Uh, that, you do actually. It goes back on the uh, the Free State Project forums where there's a bit of a spat between uh, Keene, which is the the far west of uh, New Hampshire, and then uh, the east side of New Hampshire where he lives, the Seacoast area area And uh, and I'm, I was glad that you told me during one of the breaks, uh JJ, that Curtis, who's been on this show before, Sovereign Curtis, had a trial because he was arrested for uh, for having a campfire, I guess, out on the beach. That's right. He now he lives in the Keen area, but he was out on the beach uh, on the seacoast with uh, with some other activists out there, and they, for whatever reason, targeted Curtis for arrest, even though. He was sitting by the fire yeah. when they, they came upon it. Right. They, there's no evidence. They didn't have any evidence that it was his fire or anything like that. They just arrested him. And Curtis went out to, uh, to trial recently out there. And I guess Max showed up to, uh, to, in, in support. which That's I, right. I think it was great because Max has uh, kind of been a downer towards civil disobedience and non-cooperation. And uh, it was good to hear that he was out there supporting his, uh, his brother from, uh, from Keene. So, so maybe bridges are being built here. I, I hope so. I think people could change. Yeah. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there totally free. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Amazon.freetalklive.com is where you can go. It is, of course, the holiday season. A lot of people are going to be celebrating Christmas here in a couple of days. People are going to be given checks. They're going to have money. They might want to spend it. Amazon's a good place to do that. They've got dozens of categories with a whole lot of items, whatever you're looking for, maybe the latest software releases. They've got those books, huge selection. That's what they built their business on. But now they've even got groceries at Amazon. So get your shopping done over at Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get the stuff you want and... It'll benefit Free Talk Live when you enter through that link. That's amazon.freetalklive.com. Why waste time with the parking lots and the crazy after-Christmas rush at the department stores? Get it it done. Amazon.freetalklive.com. So uh, we've got, of course, lots to talk about here uh, if you don't want to take control of the airwaves. Finally, I think we're going to get to the the TSA news, and it's not good. Uh, Coming up, JJ, you're going to tell us about the TSA, I guess, going after a pilot for speaking out. But first... Uh, There's news out of KVUE.com. This is, I don't know where this, Austin, Texas, I guess, where early Wednesday morning, a computer glitch shut down a security checkpoint for a couple of hours at Austin Bergstrom International Airport. The line snaked out the door as many travelers waited for more than an hour, and some missed their flights. One of the first people in line after that shutdown never made it through. However, she was arrested and banned from the airport. Why? Well, Claire Hirschkind, age 56, who says she's a rape victim who has a pacemaker type device implanted in her chest, says her constitutional rights were violated. She says she never broke any laws, but the Transportation Security Administration disagrees. Hirschkind was hoping to spend Christmas with her friends out in California, but she never made it past the security checkpoint. She said, I can't go through because I have the equivalent of a pacemaker in me. Hirschkind said that because of the device in her body, she was led to a female TSA employee and three police officers uh, from Austin. She said she was told that she was going to be patted down. So you've got two factors here. One, she can't go through the equipment because of a medical issue. Two... She's a rape victim, right? She's experienced other people's hands on her without
1: permission, and she knows that the feeling is not a good one.
0: So she turns to the police officer and one of them, and says, "I have given no cl- uh, no due cause to give up my const. I have been given no due cause to give up my constitution." And we have lost our ISDN connection. I don't know what has happened, but uh, we will hopefully be back here in one quick moment. Do bear with us. I don't know what has uh, precipitated this. It's very rare that uh, the ISDN connection will go down, but we're going to hopefully wait for the network to uh, to bring us back, that we don't have to repeat too much of what it is that, uh, that we're going to say here.
1: This is all still going to be on the podcast, though.
0: Correct. This is all still going to be on uh, the podcast, and the phone lines are open. Uh, you can always dial in the alternative number, 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105, and we are back. Uh, So hopefully that won't happen again. Uh, All right. So we're talking about the TSA. Apologies to our listeners out there for the technical difficulties. The TSA basically stopping a woman who was a rape victim and telling her that she needs to submit to a pat down. And she tells uh, tells this to the police officer. Look, she's not going to give up her constitutional rights. She said, you can wand me. And they said, no, you have to do this. She agreed at that point to being pat down, but with one condition. She said, I told them, no, I'm not going to have my breasts felt. And then she was told, yes, you are.
1: Yes, that's, that's mandatory.
0: When Hirschkind refused, she says that the police actually pushed me to the floor and handcuffed me. And I was crying by then. They drugged me 25 yards across the floor in front of the whole security area. Well, that's what they want to do. They want to humiliate you. If you say no, if you do not comply, they're going to humiliate you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to teach you a lesson, Surf. Sure enough, an ABIA spokesman says it's TSA's policy that anyone activating a security alarm has two options. One is to opt out and not fly. And the other option is to subject themselves to an enhanced pat down. Well, that's not what we'd heard recently. It wasn't that long ago that we, were, we read that according to the TSA, the policy is now that if, they ent- if you enter into their security zone and you are not screened according to their security protocols, you will not be allowed to leave. Yes, I, uh, that's, that was the big thing going
1: on with the uh, opt-out protests and they had threatened to fine people if they did attempt to leave.
0: $10,000. Yeah, which is crazy. So now they're saying something different. Now, to be fair, this is the airport spokesperson that is saying this, not the TSA. And it's frequently the case when one government bureaucrat will tell you one story and another government bureaucrat will tell you another story. And if you are the person who's going to the airport thinking that what this airport spokesman says is true, that you can just opt out and decide to not fly – if the TSA decides that that's not how it works, that actually it works that you have to go through their security procedures, whether or not you're going to fly, then uh, that's not going to stop them from finding you. It's not going to stop them from arresting you. So you can't believe a word these people say. No, no. It, it, the idea that they have is once you're in our, our cattle pen,
1: you are part of the herd to be to be led down a particular avenue and to be poked and prodded like any piece of meat would. And, and you're their property at
0: that point. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're telling you. They own you. The other travelers that KVUE talked to said they empathize with Hirschkind, but the law is the law. A fellow serf said this. Gwen Washington, who lives in Killeen, Texas, said, I understand her side of it and their side as well, but it is for our protection, so I have no problems with it. Right, and that's that's the problem. She That attitude that she has
1: is the problem with... So many Americans today and their drone mentality of, I will just go along to get along and I will comply to whatever ends just so
0: that I don't suffer any inconvenience. Emily Protein said, it's unfortunate that that happened and that she didn't get to fly home, but it makes me feel a little safer. Which is absurd. Just, because there's not any safety going on here. It's not. No, actually, it's an illusion. Yeah,
1: it's clearly it's it's an illusion that they've crafted, and this woman is buying into it. But with,
0: it is all about how people feel, right? And she's saying she feels safer. She's not actually safer, right? But she feels safer. So well, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, I guess in her world, if that's if that's all she needs. That's what they, they've done their jobs, and I guess, uh, so, you know, the, the fact that they patted, they uh, forced this woman to the ground, they pushed her, as she describes it, to the floor, handcuffing her, that's all A-OK with these uh, Yeah, people. dragging her across the floor in front of everybody, a crying
1: woman who, who's a rape victim, because that's how you treat people, that's kindness, that's consideration, that's what this giving season is all about, is to hurt people and to put the screws to them and abuse them, because that's just what Jesus would have wanted you to do, <laughs> right?
0: The TSA did release a statement Wednesday that said, in part, our officers are trained to treat all passengers with dignity and respect. Security is not optional. I think the dignity and respect is optional. Uh, clearly, uh, dignity and respect were not involved no. in this uh, in this situation. No, they're on vacation right now. So but it just felt
1: like it that. It kind of leads into yeah. sort of what I have here. Please. And uh, I have a story from uh, the Sacramento area, from news uh, News10.net. An airline pilot is being disciplined by the Transportation Security Administration for posting video on YouTube pointing out what he believes are serious flaws in airport security. The 50 year old pilot who lives outside Sacramento asks that neither he nor his airline be identified. He has worked for the airline for more than a decade and was deputized by the TSA to carry a gun in the cockpit. Mm. So he's a trusted member of the. He checks out. Yeah, the the whole TSA uh, airport regime. Sure. He, is, he is one of the elites. He's got a gun. He's also a helicopter test pilot in the Army Reserve and flew missions for the United Nations in Macedonia. Three days after he posted a series of six video clips recorded with a cell phone camera at San Francisco International Airport, four federal air marshals and two sheriff's deputies arrived at his house to confiscate his federally
0: issued firearm. Wow. A pilot so you, re- can't be, you can't be critical of the regime. You, no, you can't of course be, not. You can't be uh, one of us and then call, and then call us out. So we're going to punish you, right? The the privilege of the right to bear arms is revoked at that point.
1: Mm. Uh, wow! The pilot recorded that that event as well and oh, provided all the video to to News Ten at the same time. Federal marshals took the pilot's gun. A deputy sheriff asked him wow. to surrender his state-issued permit to carry a concealed weapon. So they're disarming him. That's crazy. And they're disarming his ability to to carry a, a gun lawfully. For
0: speaking out, this man did not commit a criminal act. He did not rob a, a jewelry store. He didn't hold somebody up at gunpoint. He didn't use brandish his gun in public. This guy did nothing except to essentially challenge the state right to challenge the legitimacy of this, the state, the, the federal government. And which, they're they're cracking down on him,
1: which is is criminal in the eyes of a bureaucrat.
0: Have yeah. you seen any of his videos? I'm curious. They're
1: they're here on the on the thing. I haven't watched the actual videos. I've only read the article. Which news uh, station was it? This is uh, Channel 10 News, which I believe is ABC. Is there a and, website? Yeah, it's it's uh, news10.net. News10.net is okay. the uh, the site. So you can, um, you can go there and hopefully look for the uh, the story. Yeah, they've got the video posted right here on the same page If here. there's
0: more detail, I'd like to get into it here Certainly. in a little bit uh, because that's pretty outrageous. It's just outrageous all over the place here as people are, I guess, participating in another opt-out day across the country. WeWon'tFly.com uh, promoting that. Their site has been so popular today. It's been... Almost taken offline. Yeah. Uh, more coming up here at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. This is the live Christmas Eve Eve edition of Free Talk Live. More coming up in moments. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional. Helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service.
6: VARadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1 800 900 VA Loan. varadio.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI as we launch into the third hour of the program. 800-259-9231 on this Festivus edition of Free Talk Live. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And JJ. And uh, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features. You'll find there completely free. Uh, again, that's freetalklive.com. Main feature actually allows you to control the content of the website so what you see on the front page has been created by listeners like you if you see something online that you think is pretty interesting that you want to share with us you just submit it as show prep to the website and then other listeners will vote it up or down and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the site so get over there get interactive at freetalklive.com as we continue here uh, we've been talking for those of you just tuning in about the latest regarding the TSA, and it's been a while since we've actually had the TSA as, a, as an active topic on the show. There were a couple of weeks where we couldn't get away from it, and uh, then there were the uh, the wewon'tfly.com outreach slash protest events that happened across the country at something like 28 airports across the country about Very a month successful. ago. Yeah, it was incredibly successful. We did one here in uh, in New Hampshire at Manchester Airport, even though they don't have the body scanners there. It was still worth spending time yeah, to reach out to people. get the message out there, yes. Well, because the people that are traveling are going to maybe inevitably encounter these things. Uh, there's a good chance they will. And so apparently that's happening again today to some extent, to a may- maybe smaller extent. People are doing uh, opt-out today over at com. They're encouraging people to opt-out, being that today, you know, December 23rd is when we're doing the show, is a fairly popular travel day across yes. the country. A lot of people are getting on airplanes and getting into cars and things like that. We don't mean to minimize it. We don't know for certain just how big it is,
1: but the, the buzz that's surrounding it isn't as as loud as the last time, I would say, in my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, and maybe they'll uh, they'll ramp it up again in the new year. I don't know what they, what they have planned. But nonetheless, we shared two stories with you that deserve to be mentioned one more time. One of them, a 56-year-old woman rape victim, refused to be patted down at a checkpoint in Austin, was pushed to the ground and handcuffed and arrested and then banned from the airport, all because she didn't want to be touched on her breasts. She was willing to be patted down reluctantly, but did not want to be touched on her breasts. And she said, the the wand should be enough. They said, nope, we're going to touch you all over the place. We'll do whatever we want to. you." And they pushed her down. They dragged her, literally dragged her. Uh, away from the security checkpoint, and uh, she was placed under arrest and then uh, you 're telling us about this pilot who has been a pilot, I guess for a decade yep who, and uh, he basically we Ian and I watched this video during the break The and, video that the pilot took
1: yes, he, he took video he showed holes in the security uh, one example is where the baggage screeners come in he said this is how this is their screening point, and it, all he showed was a a slide strip for a card and a door. They didn't go through any metal detectors or or any sort of scanners. or As long as you've got the
0: card, you're in.
1: You're in, yes. And then he showed areas. Wow. And he literally called it. uh, As you can see, the airport security is kind of a farce. It's only smoke and mirrors. So you people believe there is actually something going on here as he narrates this video. Mm -hmm. And he shows that outside. And I've heard this from many different pilots since this TSA thing has come to light has been that the the real problem is with the baggage handlers and the people on the ground, the ground crews are the people who actually have access with the Significant least access. Significant access with almost no screening and sometimes absolutely no screening. So you know, all these passengers are, are made to suffer like this poor woman here who had this reasonable request to not have her breast touched, but yet it's not actually making anything safer. And those people that, that believe they feel safer because of this theater that's going on, well, you're just gullible. I mean, yep. that's all it is right there. You believe the lie. Now, so, maybe, maybe it's because you were taught to believe
0: everything the government says. Or maybe you just want to feel like something's being done so you can feel more secure, even though you're not actually more secure. So this guy actually decided to out the TSA. He decided to out the airports that he's been uh, traveling to and and take video footage of what really is going on to give people an idea because all the customers see is the security checkpoint they've set up their their little zone where they've been you know subjected to pat-downs and scans and uh, their 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 bags being searched through and that makes people believe and even though we've pointed out that the tsa's own red team consistently sneaks guns and bomb parts and things like that past their own people the, su- the super majority of the time. So even though we've shown that it's not effective, even that area, it looks effective. Like there's people bustling about and they're doing things and there are X-ray machines and wands and scanners. And you know it, it appears as though uh, the, the the activity is is meaningful, but it's not. And then you don't see what else is going on, as you pointed out. Just the card swipe—that's it. That's all it takes for somebody to get into the, you know, the special yep. areas of the airport. Uh, anybody can—I uh, don't know what their security is on those cards, but I doubt it's not uh, that it's it's in or unhackable. Somebody could easily. Well, I think spoof they take it. it
1: home. I think that they take that card home with them, like any person who has a card to get into work. Right. You you need the card to get into work, so you have to carry that card with you. You go home, someone steals your wallet, the cards in the wallet, they can get in just as easy as you could. Yep. And you're not going to call it in because well maybe you forgot about it or you you went and partied that night to forget about the stress of losing your wallet and you and you know
0: or maybe you're tied up in your house and yeah. you can't get you know maybe they actually kidnapped you or something. So the point being, he exposed the security system for the holes that it has, and they punished him by coming to his home, which he took video of that too, Come to his home, they threaten him, they tell him that uh, they're going to take away his gun, they're going to take away his permit to carry. The sheriff, the local sheriff, gets involved. I mean, it wasn't just a state or federal thing. The local cops get involved, and they pull his his local gun permit as well.
1: He's facing uh, civil penalties from the TSA. But he doesn't have any actual criminal charges against him.
0: No, all he's done is embarrass the state. He's, that's right. And they're upset because he's revealed security secrets. But he's what he's revealed is uh, very important information to show that these guys are a joke. And pi- that's what they're upset about.
1: The pilot's attorney, Don uh, Wirno of Santa Ana, said he believed the federal government sent six people to the house to send a message. And the message was... You've angered us by telling the truth and by showing America that there are major security problems, despite the fact that we've spent billions, billions. of dollars allegedly to improve the airline's safety.
0: 1-800-259-9231. You're welcome to give us your thoughts. And uh, if you've got any travel experiences, maybe this uh, this weekend here as you're prepping up, or maybe you're on the road right now as you're listening. Or maybe uh, you're a pilot that knows about this and wishes to share it with your your
1: your fellow brothers and yeah sisters. you don't have
0: to give you a real name that's for sure and that's one of the problems here was this guy put his videos online and i i'm sure he didn't think there was any problem he he probably wasn't in secured areas when he was uh filming these things he's just pointing things out to folks about what he's learned uh it's just so it's just so crazy and i i wish him the best but it doesn't sound like it's going to work out for no, him you know? i think he's definitely taken on the lion
1: uh, teeth first in this one yep and uh it's unfortunate In one hand, and on the other hand, I I really have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, pride in what this guy has done. I respect, I have a lot of respect for what he's done. A lot of people, I mean, 10 years spending on the job, and then all of a sudden you you, you go and you you take video of the bad parts of your job, Mm -hmm. and... He still has his, his job with the, the, uh, the airline. He's, right, but he can't not, carry his weapon anymore. Right, he can't on the carry plane. his weapon. He can't have that position on the plane. He can go back to being a normal pilot if he wants.
0: So in order to punish this guy, they actually have made the skies less safe. That's right By taking That's his correct. gun away, he is now not armed when he's in that co- uh, cockpit. So his passengers are now significantly more in danger than they've been in the past because of their punitive aspects of this. That's right.
1: And not only that, but you take a person who is aware of the flaws, is aware of the security holes, that has a good head on his shoulders, you want that kind of person to have a gun in the cockpit if he's the pilot. Because this, this guy is one of those proactive people, clearly. Mm-hmm. By taking this video, by publishing He cares. Here, he yeah. cares. And I'd, I'd
0: want that guy to, to have a gun in the cockpit because I I think he cares. But the TSA's code is silence. If you speak out, you'll be punished. That's it's, what is being told. It's, it's
1: literally, I mean, I don't, I, that's why I equate the government with religion, because it has so many similarities between the, the, the secret code they share. Uh, you, you can't enter the cloistered monastery without permission. You know, it's, it's accessed only by members of the mm-hmm. special covenant. And, and it's, it's all elites and, and separation of groups and, and different hierarchies. It's it speaks and smacks so much of religion that it's disgusting.
0: We'll come back with more. Your thoughts welcome at 800-259-9231. Coming up, corrupt cops. I mentioned I had the stories last night we didn't get to them, so uh, we'll cover some of those here and we'll take your calls about anything. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live.
10: Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season provides a great opportunity to share a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Inspirational and beautifully illustrated publications from BigHeadPress.com are great tools for sharing the freedom message with thoughtful stories that are extremely entertaining and a pleasure to read. You'll be awed by the illustrations while you cheer for the heroes and boo the villains. Check out BigHeadPress.com and sample their work online before you buy BigHeadPress.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We invite you to our website where you'll find a bunch of features, and you'll also find that they're completely free. Our mobile site is available to you. If you've got a smartphone, you can dial up m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our live streams, as well as the podcast, m.freetalklive.com. The Sack is the one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home. And... It is available to you if you're a fundraiser or a small independent reseller of general merchandise. You can buy these things wholesale, but you can also buy them in a family pack. Get a six; I think it's six in a family pack. Great product. I use it every time I bring the groceries back in from the car. I, uh, I did some shopping last night and came back in. And I grabbed uh, both of my tote sacks. So it, it turns out I only needed one of them because I, I was able to fit every single bag that I had on one tote sack in one hand and carry it, uh, carry it back into the car. It really makes it so much I went, easier. I went shopping recently, and and
1: as I was unloading my car, I literally wished that I had one <laughs> because I had so many bags. I made three trips back to the car, and it was just, you know, you're that out sucks. in the cold
0: in the winter. Yep. You leave the door open so you don't have to open it again. You're wasting all that heat. Or if it's down in the summertime uh, down the south, you're, you're out in the, the heat. You know, so either way, you want to get back into the home, back, get in quick, minimize the amount of trips to the car. TotaSac makes that possible. Go to totasac.us and uh, you can order a family pack there. TotaSac, t o t a s a k .dot u s It's a great product. I use it all the time, and we're going to give you a two pack of the TotaSac coming up here in a little bit. So stay tuned for the special contest line phone number. Uh, we'll give that to you at the appropriate time. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Your thoughts are welcome about whatever you want. Curtis is in Charleston, West Virginia, listening to WVTS. Hello, Curtis. Merry
11: Christmas to you. Hey there. Good evening. Merry Christmas to
0: you. Happy holidays. Go ahead.
11: Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I was listening to the conversation there about this gentleman with the TSA uh, issue there, and I was just thinking, uh, I'm a transport specialist with our nation's uh, big truck carriers and delivering to the dealerships all over the country, so I fly a lot. And I was noticing just last night when I flew into Charlotte all this time, it really really never dawned on me, but, you know, it was kind of chaotic, all the people standing around waiting on their luggage a little longer than usual. And uh, in the crowd, there was a fellow you never would have dreamed that he was uh, a, an airline worker, you know, the way he was dressed. And, and all of a sudden, he just got up and kind of walked over real casually, swipes his car and goes through. And I was thinking, you know what, how easy that would be to somebody that would plan that could easily do that and security would be jeopardized.
0: Absolutely. A lot of those card, uh, JJ had mentioned earlier that you could just steal a card from an employee. That's certainly an easy way to do it. There's a little more technical way that might involve I and mean, if it's just a standard magnetic strip, you can program those things. You could you could take a card, you could copy the information from that one card, and you could program it onto a duplicate card. That way, the, the employee that had the card still has the card and wouldn't know that anything has happened. And you've un, un, you know without their knowledge duplicated their card and created another one, and you could get in and out and, and pretend like you're that person, and they would they would they would have no idea. I mean, I don't know how the cards work, but in theory, that's possible. Well, they they would track by the user number, so they, they would know that employee use the card
1: but that doesn't link you to that card yeah
11: absolutely i think this is a great risk to our country and uh, i think this gentleman is a hero and i think that our country should embrace this guy stand behind him and do what we can to address this issue and but that's just it. I mean, I,
0: you're right on what you're saying there. That that would be nice if they would look at this guy and say thanks for pointing these uh, security flaws out. We really appreciate it. But no, instead they want to punish him. They want to crack down because the government never has to say they're sorry. In fact, they don't like to admit that they've been wrong about something. I mean, it's very, very very seldom that you look back in the history of all of the things that government, ha- the government people have done, all of the violence that they've committed, the lives they've destroyed. It's very rare that anybody will ever say... Say, yeah, we're sorry. We we were wrong. We should well, have done they that.
1: They don't want to open themselves up to lawsuits at that point. I mean, well, they're they're immune from that stuff. I I realize that, but at the same time, people would probably be more willing to try if they had the government saying, "Well, we messed up maybe. here." At the same time, it's it's just a joke I total, anyway.
11: I totally agree. You know, and it's a sad day in our country where at, at one time they would have took this guy and looked at him as a hero. You know, maybe would they would have.
0: have. I mean, you're speculating yeah. on that. You don't know I mean, what this,
11: this guy, he deserves a lot of credit for standing up and taking the initiative. Absolutely, definitely.
0: Hey, uh, Kurt, Curtis, any other thoughts you want to share tonight?
11: Oh, not right off. I just thought I'd call in and express that. Yeah, uh, so you made the same observation. We, Thanks. You know, I've been flying, I fly about every week, you know, several times a week the past oh, five years. And just last night, I noticed that. And I like how ironic to hear it on the show tonight.
0: Have you gotten one of those new uh, enhanced pat downs yet where they grab your junk?
11: Yes, sir. I have. I've experienced that a couple times already. How'd you, how'd you, <laughs> you, feel,
0: how'd you feel about that?
11: Well, the, the people that did it to me, it pretty professional. Not, nothing out of the way, so it wasn't uncomfortable.
0: Did you uh, opt out of the machine, the uh, the scanning machine?
11: Yeah, pretty much. Where I've been flying quite a bit, it's kind of like a random thing these days. Mm-hmm. Just you never know when it's going to be. Right. So i just. It could just be me. I've gotten used to it from flying so much. And I was like, well, just cooperate, get it over with. It Man, well, that's what you've got really to do. Stuff. I
0: mean, if you've got to fly, yeah. you've got to, if they want to pull your pants down, you're going to have to pull your pants down. I mean, it's it's a humiliating, exactly. sad thing, uh, but they own the airports, and if you need to fly, what else can you do? Thanks for the call, yeah. Curtis. I appreciate hearing from you. It's frustrating.
1: It is, it is. But this sort of relates to the WikiLeaks situation, where information is presented that that shows the government in an unfavorable light, yep. And the government then responds with attack dogs.
0: That's all it has. That's yep. all it has. That they, they all they are is a violent group of yep. men and women. It's the only tool they have in their arsenal. If they can't cover it up with a, you know a code of silence, they stri- They lash out. Uh, let's continue. David is in New Hampshire. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and JJ.
4: Hi, Ian and hey, JJ. It's on How's your mind? Going, David? I was going to ask a question about. This is off the subject, really, um, but that video that was online from the police that got that guy that was whittling
0: yeah, oh yeah, the guy that uh that had a knife in Seattle was apparently whittling some uh, some on some wood, uh, but right. the word was he actually had the knife closed at the time when the cop. Cop gets out of his car. There's video footage of this. Uh, right. The cop gets and out of his car. It's on
4: one of your websites, right? Uh,
0: I think somebody posted it at freetalklive.com. I don't know where it is right now, but okay, yeah. uh, the cop gets out of his car. He walks over. Uh, he starts yelling at the man to put the knife down. He aggresses
4: down. against the man, basically. He does
0: in a moment. I mean, he, yelling is one thing, but uh, after after he tells him, a few, like two or three times, to- maybe three times, to put the knife down, within a seven second period of time, the cop pulls out his gun and blasts this man away, just just takes his life right there on the side of the road for no reason whatsoever. He was not threatening anyone with the knife. No right. one was in danger. People were – everybody was fine, and this cop yeah. just blasted this man away. Well, he, felt he, just ag-
4: he just aggressed. I mean, the man was walking by his car and just was go- minding his business, going on his way. That's right. And this cop just just – that's the word I need. Aggresses up against this man, and and, that, and was told know.
0: later by one of his cohorts that, oh yeah, it's okay. You did the right thing, because right. because you can't do anything wrong when you're the cops. If you murder somebody in cold blood, it's you know it's just part of your job, and uh, that's a okay. You'll be They'll exonerated right for you. Yeah, yeah. There were some charges against him. The cop no, against no, no, no. The cop? against the guy that, that he murdered. Uh, well, there aren't any charges now. He's dead. Right, right. right? right. Uh, right. So there you go. Yeah, David. Thanks for the. Uh, Cut. Cut.
4: I was going to, I mean, I was having a point about that. I was going to say
0: that. I'll tell you what, Come back. we'll come back with you then. We'll let you make that point here in a moment. 800-259-9231. More coming up with uh, David and your thoughts as well. Uh, because, by the way, that guy that was blasted had headphones in and was partially deaf. So he didn't even know he was being talked to by the cop. Hey, dial in right now if you want to win a two-pack of the Toto 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. More Free Talk Live coming up in moments. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by Cycle CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website. freetalklive.com is the place to go. We've got archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, no problem. They're right there on the front page of the site. You just click and download and they're yours. In fact, if you go into the archive section, it'll take you all the way back as late as 2006. So uh, go ahead and uh, get all of that for free over at freetalklive.com. But remember, it's brought to you by HostGator, a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name and create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator. Host you. Now you want to enter through our special link, which is hostgator.freetalklive.com. If you enter through hostgator.freetalklive.com, you'll get your first month of hosting completely free. That's hostgator.freetalklive.com for unlimited disk space, bandwidth, uh, free site builder, easy control panel, 99.9% uptime guarantee. 45 day money back guarantee, hostgator.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, David is back with us in New Hampshire. Uh, David, you had something that uh, you wanted to get to. You were t- discussing the man that was shot to death for uh, having a knife in. Or actually having a knife and not obeying because he was in Seattle. A police officer steps out of his car, yells at the man. The man does nothing. Yells again. The man does nothing. The cop pulls out his gun and blasts him away. Even though the man was not uh, threatening anybody, there was no brandishing of the knife going on and in any sort of a dangerous manner. He was whittling with it. And this guy had his life taken from him by this cop comply or die and he didn't even know he didn't even know he was a half deaf and he had headphones in at the time the cop was yelling at him you're in a city you hear people yelling all the time you know if you've got the head your headphones on and somebody's not in your field of vision you may have no idea they're they are yelling at you and in this case he's dead
4: right and that the videos as you say is at freetalklive.com but um the point The point I was trying to make or I was thinking of was we see these things happen it 's like that the cop that shot the the guy in the subway in in California plane and in view of everybody uh, yeah the, the world, bart
0: cop the San Francisco uh, cop shot that man in front of a whole bunch of people, and there were multiple right. video uh, angles of it
4: and the world gets to see all this stuff. we got it on video, we got it online and um uh, all these cops, they just get a slap on the wrist, and, mostly, and and um, and um, they get these real uh, just weak resp- and and um, and the state that uh, you know they're, spo- they're supposed to be there to protect and serve, and, and the government's supposed to be there to help us, protect us, and serve us.
1: Yeah, and, it's just what they and, say.
4: And, and, and then this kind of thing happens. And it's like these abuses happen. I think. I think of the the, the when those cops went in went in the, the guy's vans, the um the um the tour bus and they t- totally trashed it. Just the total disrespect. And they're supposed to be protecting us and, you know, well, all that. Right. That's the so, claim,
0: right? I mean, no, that's right. that's th- they say one thing and then they do another. And so they say protect and serve. But what they're doing is they're protecting the state and they're protecting right. their pensions and they're protecting their system. Uh, and They're protecting the politicians. They're not protecting us. In fact, if you actually look at this, you you've mentioned a couple of stories, but there are countless ones that come that uh, never come out. I mean, it's nice to have the video footage of somebody getting, uh, getting caught doing something red-handed uh, with one of these cops doing something wrong. But in many cases, there is no video. In many cases where a cop pulls somebody over and steals their drugs or their cash from them or pulls somebody over and demands a sexual favor from them in order to uh, to let them off of whatever the charges were they were going to file, you never hear about that. Because people just quietly go along with it because they don't want to have continued problems from the cops. They they figure they'll all right. Well, I'll give them the BJ because it's going to make this go away. Or okay, well that cop just got four thousand dollars of my cash. What can I do about it? I can't say anything about it because they'll think it's drug money. Or even if it wasn't, it doesn't matter. There's so many things that happen that never get talked about because there's no video footage. Well, they're the, they're the biggest gang in the United States. That's right what they now. are, and and that's how they
1: act. They. They protect their turf, and all the turf that you see is their turf. So it, it, to, to them, you're just you're a pawn. They're meant to, to substantiate their job with. Okay? Now, now they, you're
0: being very g- general here. We are being general. There are some cops, I think, that try to do the best they can. That try to, they, they try to do their best they can, but at the
1: same time, they're still pursuing victimless crimes against true. people who have hurt no one and done nothing wrong. They've got to bring tickets in. They've they got to bring revenue. They need to justify their position. They need to justify their job. They need to bring those tickets in to say, well, you need me on the force because look at all these tickets, all this crime I've prevented. And it, but, it's it's a perpetual machine.
4: Like, say, Say that guy that got shot. In the guy that got shot, the woodluck. I mean, everybody gets to see the video. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows he's he's probably just going to get a slap on the wrist. They're going to have some crazy rationale to say why it was okay. Uh, the the public gets abused, and 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 we can't do anything about what, it. What do you and, suggest, David? I don't know. It's I'm sorry, frustrating, is You isn't guys it? are the only ones—the <laughs> free talk live and the free Staters and all that—are the only ones that point that, that seem to point this stuff out. Well, everybody to be everybody else thinks the cops are so fabulous. Well, and great that's not—that's not
0: true. Not everybody else. No, I mean, it may no, seem no, that no. way, like in the mainstream media. It certainly might seem that way, but there are some great organizations out there. Cop Watch is I something that—that uh, that comes to mind. Cop Watch was actually founded out in Berkeley, California. It's spread across the country. They've got different okay. chapters everywhere. Uh, but you're right. It's a frustrating. Frustrating thing when you see all this stuff happening, you feel powerless to do anything about it. And for the most part, yeah, that's pretty much the case. What can be done? Well, it is possible to have change, it is possible. Carry, and carry a camera with you. That's a good personal insurance step to make sure that the cops behave a little better when uh, when you're around them, unfortunately. That's something you can do on a personal level. But that doesn't stop them from aggressing against other people. It doesn't stop them from hurting people that don't know enough to carry a camera well, around. The, the, uh, the idea, though, is that
1: you might not capture the time that you get it because maybe they, they tell you to put the camera away, they're going to mm-hmm. arrest you, blah, blah, blah. But if you see someone else being abused by the cops and, and they need that on on camera, they need that footage so that they can go and take that to a courtroom and get some sort of redress of grievances. But I think it's also good to show the public. It's good to keep showing the public what is going on because Mm -hmm. this illusion needs to be chipped away at piece by piece, and it's baby steps. It's an incremental process. The same way that socialism was, accept, was so, so successful is that they used baby steps, little by little. So if we keep putting these videos on the Internet, we keep informing, we talk to our coworkers, we talk to our family members, we talk to people around us, and we talk about... The problems don't just ignore them
0: something else you can do there's more than that and those are all good suggestions but there's also the system right we can work within the system to try to change it I know that a lot of people bristle at that idea I know I certainly do to some extent I don't think it's the most effective way to do things but once you can make a system change then it does have an effect across the entire system. Uh, you can bring people like uh, law enforcement against prohibition speakers to speak to, like, a church or to speak to a community group, to speak to the Elks Club. Th- these groups that get together and are, are kind of the doers and the, the, the muckety mucks and the, the big wigs in the community bring these ideas to them. Uh, bring these ideas to them through people that they would respect. So, for instance, here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, we happen to live in a place where the jail is actually run by somebody who is a member of law enforcement against prohibition. That's pretty rare. Like... The fact fact that somebody would be a member of law enforcement against Prohibition is rare. While on active duty. Right. And the fact that the guy runs the jail is also uh, pretty rare as well. And uh, so you get somebody like him out to a group like the Elks Club or your local church group or something like that. And you have him speak out against the war on drugs, speaking out in favor of ending Prohibition. And that's one of those things where people who normally would would take the position of, well, you know, the cops are good guys, they're going to look at that and say – Well, if this guy who's running the jail is speaking out against the system, it must be worth listening to him. Exactly. They're going to be more likely to listen to somebody like that if they're more of the in-the-system types than maybe listen to me or J.J. uh, rattle off about how bad prohibition is. If it's coming from the guy who's actually putting those men in jail and who's telling you, yeah, look, uh, I run this jail and 50 percent of the people don't need to be there. That's a pretty significant thing to say.
4: The cops are always more right, anyways, as we
0: all know. Well, they're the right in the eyes
4: of the authorities.
0: They're right in the eyes of the state, but that doesn't right. mean they're right. Right. So, talking to the police is another thing you can do. And and uh, I, what I've found that at least up here, a lot of the cops are at least am, uh, amicable toward the idea of at least marijuana decriminalization, if not full on drug decriminalization. Sure. Encouraging those guys to come out publicly, encouraging them to speak out, join law enforcement against prohibition. And David, thanks for the call tonight. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. What are your suggestions?
3: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. You can do it for as little as three bucks a month. And we take that money in and we reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country bringing more internet listeners on board, and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, and some alternative options. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Plus, don't forget about our webcam at cam.freetalklive.com. We can watch, you can listen, you can chat. JJ's been in the chat room all night tonight. Uh, You can go there and do that all for free at cam.freetalklive.com, which is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, ZenPacks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, and they can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. Memory Dealers. So we're going to continue here with your phone calls. Dennis is on the line listening to WBHP in Huntsville, Alabama. Hello, Dennis.
10: Hello there. Uh, Before I get into the main subject, which won't take long, I just want to put Dave, I listened to his call, at ease and understand that uh, these cops out here, when they do things wrong, they don't always get away with it. Because myself, uh, I, I can say it now, back during the Cold War era, I was an intelligence operative. And I believe me, I know a lot of tricks and I know how to get nasty. And in my life's time I put I I have been responsible I put one hundred and fifty cops in jail.
0: Oh at wow. one
10: time and a couple of judges and some other people too. Of course that was on a special federal sting operation. And then uh on my own personal life, it's a regular civilian out here, I've had nine cops fired. From the 60s onward, man,
1: so... When was the last time? Uh, do, you, do you remember the, sort of the time frame? The last one was well, fired? Uh,
10: 2007.
1: 2007? That's, that's pretty a, recent.
0: That's shocking and uh, impressive, and I would also say unusual. In many cases, we see the cops get a slap on the hand, uh, they maybe get demoted to a desk job for a few weeks, and then they're back out on the, the squad, uh, back out to abuse other people, or they'll be fired from a department only to get hired by another department somewhere else in the state. Or a sheriff's department instead of a police department. Mm-hmm.
10: Well, I guarantee you, when I get done with these punks, that don't happen, okay?
1: <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear no, that this... someone's
0: doing something. What I is told... your secret?
10: Uh, well, I, my secret, I guess, is that uh, I just, uh, I'm just i German and Mohawk, and I, I just don't take any crap from anybody. And, and my rules is this. When I get threatened by a cop, I say, wonderful. Now, this gives me permission to destroy this scumbag anyway i feel like it and within 30 days hey man they're done their career's over with i haven't never failed yet
1: do you uh do you know any of the prosecutors or the da or do you know any of the uh the people inside of the system in that in that city you're in or that area
10: no that's not how i do it and everything i just i i do it a different way i just have some people uh well i that uh just have a little chat with the cops and Literally make 'em an offer they can't refuse and so uh, they either if they either accept it or else, man. That's the way it is and I get rid of it. It works every time man. you know.
0: That sounds a little uh, shifty. I mean an offer you can't wow. refuse. You know, I yeah. guess that's how you do with bullies then, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
10: yeah, that yeah, I do I do it like that. I mean, it works anyway. You know, it gets it done.
0: What what is that? Can you can you maybe elucidate us a little bit as to what kind of an offer we're talking about here, yeah, or what kind of people are talking to these guys?
10: Well, I happen all right. I'm a biker, and I belong to the biggest group that there is out here. Hollywood used to make movies about us, mm-hmm.
8: okay. and
10: I just uh, have the situation right there that the they get to, they get talked to because we got people where you wouldn't even believe we got people. Like that, so they get talked to by the right people and they just know that uh, you know, their their law enforcement careers are over with and the smartest thing for them to do is just pack it in and go somewhere else, man. You know?
0: Well, if it works for you, that's great, but I don't know if that's something that most people can duplicate as they're not well, I know that, uh yeah, so, as they're not yeah. members of biker gangs, so but right. thank you for the call tonight, Dennis. I appreciate hearing from you. We're looking maybe for suggestions that other people can utilize. Like, JJ, you suggested start carrying a video camera around with you. And in many cases, if you've got a smartphone, you've got a video camera with you. Right. Uh, then it's just a matter of getting the right software like Quick.com. QIK.com is free software you can install in your phone. It streams the video as it happens. So it means that if they grab your phone, that video is already out. It's already hit the Internet. It's being distributed. That's a really important factor. Getting involved in whatever way you can locally, like speaking out against the war on drugs or speaking out against police corruption uh bringing law enforcement against prohibition speakers in to speak at local events and uh, speak to local community groups that all makes sense you can also go the lobbying route where you can try to uh to affect the legislators and how they feel and and we're starting to see some uh some success in that way around the country with things like medical marijuana uh provisions being enacted in, a, in over a dozen states at this point that's a good that's a sign in the right direction definitely You've got people like Pat Robertson coming out. The 700 Club. Pat Robertson. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Comes out and says it's time to legalize marijuana. It's just about amazing. Time. It is about time. You're right. Way past time. But nonetheless, the the idea that somebody like that could come out in favor of ending the, the uh, at least the war on pot, maybe he feels the same way about all drugs, but he just didn't want to say that. Um, that's amazing. So we're starting to maybe see a sea change in how people look at this I issue. I think we are, actually. There's a lot of other people that have... have I guess
1: made their their voice in this arena more vocal in in recent days and months. I think the sea change is happening right now where a lot of people are coming to terms with various parts of this police state, whether it be the drug war or the TSA or uh, maybe it's uh, some permit that you have to get to do something in your hometown. But people are challenging or at least asking questions about what's going on. And I think that's a healthy move in the right direction. If we could just encourage more of that,
0: more questions, Speak more video, out, talk to your friends, yes, talk to your family, get out there, get the issue going. Call local talk shows as well. Call the morning what, show, what, the afternoon One issue show. I
1: want to want to talk about is a lot of people they they do that water cooler talk, especially around election time. Mm-hmm. They'll talk about how much the politicians are liars and cheats and thieves, and they'll they'll. Moan and groan to their co-workers about all the wrongs that are being committed by these politicians and all the corruption, but yet they'll turn around and vote for the same politician or, or someone who's just like them, but with a different letter next to his they name. They don't know
0: what to do. They don't know what to do. I mean, they, they feel like that voting is their only option. I think we've given some some suggestions here tonight as to what you can do. And if you've got some you want to share, please do.
1: Also, the uh, the pork four one one that we have available here in New Hampshire, being able to to send out a uh, a voicemail to to many people, you know, at the point of uh, intervention from the police, and right, then, you
0: can and then people receive that they can respond. Uh, we talked recently about how that made a big difference when Sean, who was here last week on Thursday night, was arrested as he left the studio. People responded in the area because they heard his Pork 411s and they came out and were able to get his car and were able to, to help out that situation, come and pick him up. So that's the other thing is I, I didn't, we didn't touch on that. I was We were kind of giving suggestions that anybody could do anywhere to affect the police. But one of the most effective things you can do is to get together with other people that, that think like you right. do. And, and that's when you can have a Pork 411 or something like that, when you have enough people to make that worthwhile. And right now, that's only really worthwhile up here in New Hampshire because we've got the activists. The people are moving in here all the time. Uh, to get active for liberty. You know, uh, and of course we talk a lot about it, freestateproject.org. You can learn more. Uh, we're going to be actually going to the, the, the festivist party here in a little bit, you and I, JJ, because right. it's still going on. These people love to uh, to have a good party, that's for sure. sure. Uh, one other thing I wanted to make sure we touched on, forget the corrupt cop story, I think you've got something that's more important, the WikiLeaks Cables Two hundred fifty thousand of these diplomatic cables have come out. It's a lot to read through. Somebody, it's the uh, the the crackers and the 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 hacktivists have been reading through these as part of a project to you know to you know, make the state look bad. Um, right. And they they found something else that's worthy of reporting. What's, Indeed, uh, what's going
1: on? Uh, uh, this comes from Ross' story, which actually is from the Agents France Press, uh, whatever that is. Uh, leaked cable confirmed U.S. UK advised trained Bangladeshi death squad. And the article goes on to say, Britain confirmed Thursday that it trains a Bangladeshi police unit that human rights groups have labeled a a government death squad, but stressed the program was to improve ethical standards. (laughs) The Rapid Action Battalion, RAB, was set up in 2004 and admits about 600 people have died in what it calls encounter shootouts, Hmm. incidents over the last six years. The deaths have been condemned by the rights groups including Amnesty International and Human Rights Watch who say that they are deliberate executions often targeting political activists. So the, wow. so get this the US and UK are training squads who kill political activists. That's scary. That's the future.
0: That's what they would like to have done to this pilot that we were talking about earlier. Certainly. But he had a video camera, and uh, they haven't gotten that bad yet here in this country. But in Bangladesh, they can get away with that crap no problem. Right. I think the information age is our strength right now. Yes. We, don't, we
1: can't match them physically. We must use our communication tools. We must use the internet. We must use
0: talk. Absolutely. We are back uh, tomorrow night for the Christmas Eve edition. Join us then. Dale will be here that, uh, that nice See you then at freetalklive.com.
3: Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan.
12: One of the most common complaints I hear from my clients is having a persistent lack of energy. Lacking energy can come from a variety of causes, including not getting proper nutrients from your foods and eating too many processed foods that can fill you with empty calories, These foods do not provide you with the proper fuel for the energy your body needs. An excellent source to this ongoing epidemic is to make sure you consume enough omega fatty acids in your diet to restore that much-needed energy. To combat the low-energy blues, Genesis Today has created a great-tasting juice that contains the wonderful acai berry that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice from Genesis Today tastes fantastic, and it takes energy and alertness to new levels. Drink a glass of nutrient-rich acai berry juice in the morning, and you'll get a 1,000% of the daily value of vitamin B12, and you will feel energized throughout your entire day.
3: To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai Berry Juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.